0: Oh, man, I drank a coffee with 2% milk, and now my mouth is...
1: Imagine if it had been whole milk.
0: I would just basically sound like... Whole If milk. somebody kicked Jabba the Hutt in the stomach. The sound the foot would make, not Jabba. Jake. Hey, Sean. What if I told you that I wanted your opinion on something? All right. All right. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. I would like you, if you're okay with it, to fill out a short online survey that would allow our podcast and the people who help us get advertisements for our podcast to get the right ones for the podcast
1: oh where should i go what's to, for, for the survey what is it so if you were to
0: go online to www.podsurvey.com slash thumbs and take this survey first off you're going to help out the podcast and secondly you're going to be entered into a raffle for a hundred dollar amazon gift card every month and you'll only get an email if you win they're not going to do anything with your email address. There's no everything. spam,
2: nothing. That's good. I you can like, do that right now. I, I might even do this.
1: Slash podsurvey.com? Slash you were listening. That's exactly that right. Yeah.
2: Chris, you can do it too. T- it sounds like a thing I should probably <laughs> we do. We actually
1: probably shouldn't do it because then we would be stuffing <laughs> Stuff the bell the right, um, But if you are listening to this podcast and would like to help us out and the guys who sell ads for us, please fill out the survey. They would appreciate it. And so would we. Thanks.
0: Video game. And now.
1: Ba 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 pa ba, Pa! da ba,
0: ba, da, ba. ba. say, ah, pod, cat. When I say pod, you say cast. Pod.
1: heard that it's june t- 11th no it's coming out tomorrow brother yeah today's the ninth my
0: friend today's the 10th i bet you a hundred dollars
1: <throat> what oh <gasps> i'm on the wrong notes page i'm
2: not on a new note it's june 11th 2014 this is idle thumbs 162 uh i'm chris rumo
1: nice i'm I've Jake always forgot who i was yeah oh, yeah
2: and i'm sean vanneman e3 addled your brain i know it didn't so many exclusives do people and say
1: exclusives now? I is that a thing? I don't fucking know. Apostrophe exclusive?
2: I mean, they definitely say exclusive a lot and I don't think anyone knows what that word means anymore. I feel like people are like just torturing the meaning of the word exclusive so far to the point that it's just the thing you say when there's a game on your system now. You just have to find the like yeah. adjectives or adverbs to well, oh, I the time exclusive. Oh, I thought you meant, like, from a it's a console exclusive. exclusive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like well, that's a, still that, too, That's still that's also, the more bullshit At this point it usually just so means one right?
1: other person is excluded. And That's
2: true. That's yeah. True. It's, if it's any, a if God, any other system, not only yeah, permanently, yeah, it's a
1: console exclusion is actually the correct and deal,
2: and not even permanently, but just for some amount of time. Right. There's some amount of time where at least one platform will not get this game, maybe exclusive.
1: One person is yeah, they they are the exclusive system to not feature that game. <laughs> right. For like
0: going out with somebody for
1: yeah, just to so they didn't go out with somebody else. Right. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean. <laughs> like look you just can't go out brian for like eight months for
1: these limited
0: exclusive oh, well, dates yeah fine. yeah
1: yeah whatever no that's the
0: like, guy's fine whatever
1: yeah <laughs> for these exclusive 30 weeks playstation owners have the exclusive privilege of not experiencing this video game <laughs> ah. i don't even pay attention to that stuff actually I think a lot of people do, though. I
0: mean, well, that's one be, of the things. Obviously, that's... because you like, I, you pick your pony and you spend your five hundred bucks and you buy. Yeah, yeah on the like console. But it's, yeah, a big it's kind of excitement, maps to that stuff. You yeah. know? The, I guess it's because I don't know. Like, I haven't picked one of those consoles yet, so it's just sort of me is no, like, when are there going to be enough well, of them? where I'll just buy. So the PS4 I
2: haven't either. But the reason I noticed this is because I play everything on PC. Well, you're effectively these, like the
1: Netflix streaming customer of the games world at this point. Where you're like, eventually, I'll get it and yeah, probably for less. You're like the Lefario side piece that the girls allowed to be
2: these days. A lot of them, a lot of them, come out on PC the same day as they do on whatever the anointed console is for that game. Right. They just never mention it during the press <laughs> conference, so a lot of people assume it's not happening. It's really a you
0: are. You're just like the like the smooth guy at the party who's just like, well she can't date Brian, but obviously she can sleep with me. Guys, <laughs> <Because, laughs> look at me. <laughs> Everybody does day first day, no matter what, no matter who you pick.
2: Yeah. It's like a rite of passage.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just sort of like like well yeah like you're like everybody's exception
2: sure you know what i mean
0: where it's like, like like the card from the upcoming. i only love sean
3: but, but I, mean, I mean obviously obviously obviously. Also, chris, obviously. You know,
0: like i mean chris remo obviously i mean it's not even it's like <laughs> sorry i'm just thinking about those exclusivity talks like yeah. on from like the development like the... side uh-huh yeah we're it's like
1: look we know you're going to be with chris like that's fine the language around <laughs> it is is I mean, it's the same as it ever was, but having it come around again at E3, like, the two things at E3 that that I, at least in all the conference streams, which is all that we've watched because we're obviously not at E3, but the two things that stood out the most for me as me, one could predict, are Ori on the Xbox One Mm. and the Grim Fandango, whatever is going on with that, uh, the (laughs) Double Fine and Sony announced.
2: Um. Spoiler. Well, the the Grim Fandango (laughs) thing, I have to assume, is another case where that's going to end up on PC. Both of those,
1: like Sony's like, and we're bringing Grim Fandango to the PlayStation 4 and and the Vita. And then on the internet, it was like PlayStation 4, Vita, additional consoles, including PC to be announced. And the Teori was like exclusively only on Xbox One. Also, Xbox 360 and PC are like, at least like, that (laughs) was like the first IGN or Eurogamer report or something. It's like,
2: just it's incredibly obnoxious it's It's this weird like sort of mutually agreed upon delusion that everyone just engages in but everyone gets mad about it too or like what do you mean it's only
1: like (laughs) schaefer got just like boiled alive on twitter for like three seconds with like abandoning your
2: roots like no i'm uh,
3: I'm that's not
2: that's not those people's fault these companies spend millions of dollars so they get to make these claims i'm not saying it's those people's fault it's just ridiculous yeah it is ridiculous Maybe you could reread read Schaefer's second tweet
1: seconds after the first one saying additional platforms to be discussed very soon. But what I know you don't, what if you, mean. you don't
2: happen to follow that guy? You know what I mean? I don't know. There's like a million. I guess
1: I guess why are you, I shouldn't why do expect you... people to be of a level of awareness and courtesy that they will follow someone on Twitter and read what they write. Before they sent replies to them telling them that they've made horrible decisions. I guess that's true. I I shouldn't expect (laughs) that of anyone.
2: I'm just saying... Well, okay. I'm not saying that that's, like, that I approve of people screaming at people over Twitter for things that they haven't informed themselves about. I'm not saying that. Sure. I'm just saying that these press conferences wouldn't exist if the people running them weren't deliberately trying to make people believe certain things.
1: right. I mean, well, yes. It's... Yeah. I mean... I think that, I mean, what, what all of this ends up actually coming down to, though, is that just from Sony and Microsoft's perspective, they don't really consider the Steam audience as crossover customers. So, like, people who have Steam, I don't think they're, like, they're just not being considered in any way when they talk about any of the exclusive stuff. Because all they care about is which console does someone buy and Best Buy, right? I yeah, mean,
2: I know that Sony and Microsoft care about that. I'm not, I understand why they do it this way. Right. I still think it's. Stupid I th- because I think realistically, a lot of the people actually watching this stuff do also have Steam, and you know yeah. what I mean. Like, are, I mean, yeah, that you're right that that's how <clears throat> Sony and Microsoft think about it, but like from a consumer standpoint, that's becoming increasingly irrelevant. Like, it you know, years ago, it was the case that you had essentially PC gamers and console gamers, and it was very f- the like Venn diagram overlap was fairly small, but I don't think that's the case nearly as much anymore. I
0: wonder what the data is on people who own one of the consoles and are like active Steam. Is that players? a thing Steam
1: asks in the hardware survey?
3: I don't think so. No, but like, I mean, this That'd is just, this is like me like yeah. just wondering. Like, let's yeah.
0: say you buy ten games a year on Steam; it's a pretty active Steam user, probably maybe like six to ten.
2: Sure,
1: you know,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and you own a console. If a game comes out on both, like, where do you get it? You know, like, I wonder what probably the, for a lot of people like, it depends the on the actual Yeah, of course. I mean, the design of the game probably matters. Like, obviously, you wouldn't buy a, um, a strategy game or something. Yeah. On a console. But like, um, I mean, there are games that are like sit right in the middle, like a Bioshock's a probably a good example. I mean, there are mm-hmm. obviously people who are really like, I prefer the mouse I, and keyboard. Yeah, I bet it. Like, I bet
2: it still depends on like where you come from. Um, I, I bet just wonder what preferences... the actual number no- like, is. Oh, I, I totally you know, yeah, Because be to
0: the next thought I had was, wouldn't it be crazy if because, like, Sony and Valve have talked once, like, and With we know now, and we know now that you basically don't need, like, you need just a functioning computing device to do Steam in-home streaming. Yeah. And, like, whoa, well, wouldn't it be interesting if you could Steam stream to your PlayStation 4?
2: Right. Was it, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not going mean? to, ha- the reason that's not going to happen now just and I know you're talking just like as yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. hypothetical terms but like Sony announced their own remote streaming because oh, they, have thing the, they the bought PlayStation Guy Kai, TV I guess thing. is it or did they buy on live they bought one of them
0: yeah but it's the it's the PS4 TV thing yeah yeah and yeah we talked about it on the podcast yeah yeah, yeah. but it looks like there are obviously more details about it at E3 because yeah. it came up at E3 but um those things aren't necessarily mutually exclusive they're not necessarily
2: but I think that once you have multiple of those the messaging becomes really confusing
0: yeah it does it's well, almost like one of those things where, like... The thing is, though, it's one of those features that you could, like, build into the hardware as just, like, an app. Like, the way, like, you and I have Plex that right. runs Steam on our... Right, Steam streaming show. could yeah.
1: effectively be a thing you download from the PlayStation store, That's but you true. only yeah, really yeah, get yeah. To it if you know to search for Steam streaming. And, like, people who are PC gamers, that would be a big fucking deal for... Well, it's like, the, you can download the Amazon Video app on your iPhone, and you can watch your Amazon Video library on your iPhone, yeah. but Apple doesn't talk about that existing. They don't right. allow it, because they know that customers mm-hmm. want it, and, you know... Yeah, you consoles
2: know. are still, like a few degrees away from, I think, even... a. Rest- it actually feels I, like PS3
1: yeah. era Sony would have been more likely to allow that on their system than PS4 era Sony. Yeah. I Probably agree. so. It feels like as Sony's so success sort of like, getting their shit together um, gets like, get cinched up more than happens. now... That happens. It's funny how that yeah.
2: happens every other generation. Like, every generation like those the, the, the sine wave of, of console yeah, yeah, yeah. hubris, basically. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, It's incredible.
3: Yeah.
0: But, like, yeah, I was, I was only kind of exploring that as, like... It's not really, I guess, a very, like exciting mental exercise but because they ignore that as like like you said it's like there's a sort of like like this blinder to the steam like the the pc audience Mm -hmm. that if you remove that blinder you could probably make it a pretty hearty competitive advantage and it wouldn't ever dip into like your i don't know i don't actually believe it would dip into your software right i
2: see what you're saying so if, if you're saying like realistically the people who own a ps4 and steam like are not cannibalizing PS4 sales or PS4 game sales. Right. If that's the case, then this is kind of then this theoretical situation would just be additive for Sony. Yeah. Because it would just be like right. one more tick on the Pro box right. on also PS4. For like there's Xbox no reality one. where
1: that it's that, m- yeah. It's more hours that a PlayStation 4 owner would be sitting in front of the dashboard for a PlayStation 4, even if it's just tick right. through to the Steam <clears window. <clears exactly. They have to scroll yeah. past the fucking store window. Like yeah. If that <laughs> that's app, right. if that that's app like set that. three right exactly Three so things
0: like, down, what's in your bl- describe, like down what's the dashboard library, you'd the stop store, and be like oh, what's this yeah you know, mm-hmm. like <laughs> that's i
1: don't know that's how they get you <laughs> well
0: because like it just seems like steam in-home streaming is this like, you've run the hard you run the software on a, any piece of hardware that outputs to your monitor and it's going to be okay if it has a good internet you said
2: you tried it right sean
0: no i been. i want to i have not oh uh, okay. yeah sorry i've been Deep into like watching it being tried on the internet.
2: Got it. It seems fine.
0: (laughs) Well, like I like have a whole situation of Steam Steam streams. Yeah. Oh, the Steam streams. Stream. Like I know how I'm gonna do it because I was about to do it and then I was playing. Actually, we can talk about a video game for a second.
1: Uh, I'd probably rather talk about
0: E3 and we'll come back to video. Go ahead. Whatever. I was playing Rocksmith, um, and I was gonna do it on uh, my big TV and I was running it off my laptop. And then I was like, oh, I should just run this on my PC and Steam stream it. But it was running fine on my laptop, so I just plugged my laptop into my TV with HDMI and it was great. Yeah, that game's fucking good. I mean, so it's not good the way like Mario Kart is. Good you're into Rocksmith, though. Yeah, but I'm also just trying to learn the guitar. Like I play like an hour of guitar. I mean, do you want to
1: actually just give the top line rundown of what Rocksmith is for people who don't know?
0: Yeah, it's basically Guitar Hero, but you can use a regular guitar. And you, you have plu- to, right? You have to use a yeah. regular guitar, Yeah, right? you yeah. have to use a regular guitar. Yeah, so you plug an electric guitar in with, like, your basic, like... Oh. Was that a quarter-inch cable, or what is, is that? Quarter-inch to MIDI. Yeah, it's quarter-inch, it's quarter-inch to, inch USB, to USB, MIDI, into yeah. your console or to your PC, and the software well, maybe doesn't... Maybe it's not MIDI, maybe it's some it's other format for that notes, using. Right? it's using.
2: Well, I know, but I'm wondering if it converts it into MIDI data on the other end. I have no idea. Like, it's... But, the... like, there's...
0: It's, like, completely opaque. Like, literally, I turned on Rocksmith, I plugged in the cable, I plugged in my guitar... And it said calibrate your guitar, and I like strum some shit, and that was it. And like I tuned it with their like, which the tuner is a little finicky, and I don't know if it's my guitar, if it's that's common song.
2: with yeah, yeah, tuning electric guitars.
0: Yeah, but um, <clears throat> and it just go, it just went. There was no sort of like, there was no layer of like into like the. Software calibration. Cal- yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think totally. It was That's awesome. I, It was like it was it's I bought that cable. Like, yeah. I just haven't I tried it at my house. Yes. The cable that you purchased. <laughs> That's why I'm playing it. I'll bring it back. I'm sorry. Thanks,
1: but uh, it's awesome. It's really good. It's fucking hard. Man, playing that over a Steam stream. That's be, why I didn't do it. It would yeah. be the ultimate show of how much lag there is because you're like. Yeah. It already feels like laggy.
0: God damn it. I th- <laughs> well, it's already like that because I'm bad. You know what I mean? Because right. I just don't have rhythm skills. But then you could blame the stream yeah. for why you're bad. Think
2: about that. <laughs> I know. That would be the I worst. thought you were. Uh, Jake, I thought you were proposing streaming it like over Twitch or something. No. But you, the first second you said that, I thought you were like.
1: Watch me teach myself yeah. guitar. <laughs> Well, that was that's the hardest Bach, thing to sort of get ha, your head around Bach.
0: your head around because like you're using this like relatively like <clears throat> like with a guitar hero guitar, you're either pressing the button or you're not. But with a guitar yeah, with a fret, it's with a fret. You're like, is that right? Is that yeah. sound good? I don't know. Like I'm not I'm missing this one thing every single time. And I now I'm starting to wonder if it's just because my guitar is out of tune and then like, oh, I got it. But like I didn't do anything different. Like that's the, the Tiny tricky imperfections thing. Imperfections in the
2: skin. Exactly right.
0: Yeah. It's good though. You guys need to
1: have like a music education jam session where you're plugged into Rocksmith and we eBay Chris a copy of the Miracle piano system for the Nintendo. What? What? You don't know that thing? No. You buy a piano. Like it was an electric keyboard that you bought from this company called Miracle but the plug coming out of the back of it was an NES controller jack. Oh shit. You would plug that into a Nintendo put the Miracle cartridge in and it would I mean I'm sure it was just MIDI over Nintendo. It probably actually is. It it's probably their own proprietary thing but yeah it would have a keyboard up on screen. And it was, like, probably the worst piano teacher in the world because I think it would just be, like, press these notes. Uh, You've pressed them. Like, you don't need to know what you're doing. But you can now play, like, a bad for a least or something. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, it also, I mean, they have, like,
0: lots of, like, 1080p, um, they do these, like, teaching sessions where it's, like, three minutes of video, three minutes of, like, actually, like, playing notes on a, like, flying out at you on the screen. And then back to video and then it just sort of builds on those skills so you learn stuff that i didn't i didn't know how to do um, before then and nice. it's pretty good like the problem is, is i'm also playing like acoustically on my own trying to learn and i kind of just like being able to like it's less like ang- i'm less anxious you know because i'm sitting sure. there trying you prefer to prefer your write. guitar
1: playing your guitar learning not be gamified
0: yeah i do actually yeah like like it being gamified gives you anxiety, and you're like you just have to sit really.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to totally shit talk the Miracle Piano System, by the way. I have no idea if that thing actually <laughs> teaches you real piano when you get to a certain point. I only had a friend who had one. And I just
2: hopefully the, one of the developers of the Miracle Piano System. Like, listens oh, to it idle teaches
1: thumb. you basic music theory. Like, eh, it probably does. Well, that's know.
0: the big thing about Rocksmith is they promote it as like you can just become a guitar player with this game. I don't know if that's true yet or not, but. They're big in telling you that it is. Like, if you go to their website, there's this, like, Rocksmith 60-day challenge where there's just, like, 15 videos of people who they may play Rocksmith for over an hour a day for 60 days in a row. And then by the end, they're, like, fucking decent, actually. Cool. Which is impressive. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's really I cool. believe it. I mean, it's anything that,
2: day. like, gets you to actually just practice a thing for that long, like, if you can stick to it, it's going to make you better. Right. Yeah. Yep. Unless it's actively har- you know, unless it's it like. It physically makes me hate myself, shitty. though,
0: because, like, I like look at my hands and I'm like, these fucking dis- hooves, like, just be a fucking thing that works. Yeah, Why are my fingers not nine inches long?
1: Oh, you said, that, you said that playing the guitar uh, and Rocksmith was filling, like, the Dota hole for you. Is that still the case? Yeah, still. I play with a lot less Dota.
0: Yeah. Although. Uh, I played a little Dota. Backsliding? Week. No. No, 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 no.
1: I was hungover. So. It's funny. It's funny because <laughs> Dota. when you were first getting into Dota, it was, I think, during the Kickstarter Progress cast in 2012. It yeah. was. Oof. That's true. And That's when I started when to play it. the guitar. No.
3: The of to play,
1: when you were just picking up Dota, it was when I had like the life bandwidth and wasn't yet bored of to trying to learn the banjo. And you made the comparison because those were the two things uh, that we were embarking on in our home yeah, and you're yeah, like you're yeah. doing this worthwhile thing over in your room and i'm playing dota and i can hear you yeah but look who's improving good at that your life now. and now you're really good at dota and you're playing the guitar and i stopped playing the banjo so <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: so
0: it goes
3: <laughs>
0: yeah but no i that's the one thing is i can look at my dota my dota hours played and go if i had that in guitar i would be fucking good like i would be if definitely I, those dota hours, I wouldn't be great like i wouldn't but i could play probably 20 songs well but you could open for the
1: international well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. On guitar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, that would be good. Um, Have you guys no, ever just, seen I'm those sorry. videos of, uh, like, the Blizzard house band playing, like, at, oh, like, playing at BlizzCon and stuff? No. It's the weirdest thing because it represents such a specific evocation of, like, likely taste of the people assembled in the room. Because it's always, like...
0: <laughs> are they like blizzard employees who play i, in think, band they're, yeah, I think they're yeah think they're blizzard
2: employees who flick form their own band which is totally funny but it always ends up being this like crazy mashup of like fantasy music you know but like with kind of metal style guitar solos yeah of course and like a flute or something like it's right. such a hilarious weird just like these are the things that the the audience who plays who is here in this room is like uniquely qualified to enjoy this yeah they like
1: they like lord of the rings infused
2: death right. metal like yes. super euro
1: thing is yeah. totally that's that's what yep. you'd want to happen like i don't know if i went to if i went to blizzcon like an opening blizzcon will be the blizzard house band It's like there better be just like a fucking <laughs> ripping drum solo with just exploding yep. guitars then someone going yep. over
3: the top, like that better <laughs> happen that's or i don't what even happens. know where the
1: fuck i am like man i went to a... wait so that's just e3 but with the little like whimsical hobbit flute over the top basically <laughs> yes but also yeah hmm?
0: that sounds so I went to a, this is similar but a 100 but 180 degrees the other way sure is that you are like really wrapping to go around to, the other side I had to go to a Disney we ha- always had to there was these yearly meetings where like all of one like there's Disney was at this time was split. when up, you worked f- at Disney yeah it was split up into these five sort of areas there was like the studio there was animation there was consumer products and whatever <clears throat> parks and then another one I can't remember what it is and each one of those would have a big quarterly meeting and mm-hmm. they would be like at like the Pantages or something. It'd be like, you know, 3000 people in a room. So we go and they're always just, you know, slideshows and inspirational speakers. And sometimes there was like an act or whatever, like an MC, And there's usually a party at the end of it. So you just kind of like get through this. It'll be like three hours, but we'll all get fucking trashed. and It'll be a big expensive party afterwards. Sure. And they finish one up and we're like, okay, it's done. And they're like, no, 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 sit back down. And the president of Consumer Products at the time, whose name I will not mention, played five songs with his band for half an hour. Wow. And they were – but, like, can you – like, Where well, he's our boss. Right. Like, you can't fucking leave. And at the end, like, three guitarists come out and they're playing – what seemed like forever <laughs> the pirates of the caribbean <laughs> theme like the you know like the churning like the like, hot yeah. like, zimmer pirates or whatever
3: no
0: no we're God. all just sitting there and then a jack sparrow from like the rafters swings onto stage what? and fire and and fireworks explode into the air <laughs> and you could like you saw Ten grown millionaires having the most fun of their lives, and then three thousand regular people just sitting there being like, "Why? What? What? What?" what? <laughs> yeah. And we all left, and like at the end, like imagine like a Queensrÿche style rock show. Where at the <laughs> end, everybody just went. Okay. <laughs> All right. And yeah. then slowly filed out. Yep.
2: Smoke hanging in the air. Yeah. yeah. Wealthy people playing rock music in a corporate environment is one of the saddest things <laughs> yeah. I can think of. It's yeah. really unpleasant. It's yeah. not fun.
0: No, it was not. It was not. I think that was my last quarterly meeting at Disney, if I remember. <laughs> or a yearly meeting. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oof. I feel like it's like. I don't
0: know if that's really a the those, podcast, but I don't even know if it's a good story.
2: That's but, one of yeah. those, honestly, that's one of those situations that I feel like when you're in that situation, it feels like cosmically unjust. It's right. like, no, you don't get to do this. You made your choice. <laughs> you made your fucking choice. You're worth $20 million and now you don't get to do this.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. You don't subject people to this. Yeah. Right. You can do
2: this in your garage. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't get to go have fun playing guitar on a stage in front of people. <laughs> not, not you chose your life at this is not, not it not or qu- quit and then start at yeah, the bottom. yeah right then you then can fine. do that that's yeah. fine like you can do it you just
1: have to go to like an open mic or get a gig yeah, You, but can't, you, you yes, can't but have you everyone can't, sit but in you a can't room. force
2: people to be there <laughs> right, you right. can't use that position to make people watch you play your chug-a chug chug Hans Zimmer <laughs> you can't 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 do it no, not morally it's, allowed you'll find Chris that I can. <laughs> in fact, I just did.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: God, I read this I read this article in um um The Vulture, I guess it was. Sarah pointed out to me. It was about that band grizzly bear, do you guys know? This yeah. band It's like an indie band. It was basically like following them for a while and it was about how despite the fact that this band like relative to other comparable bands, they've sold Lots of albums, right? They've sold like a couple hundred thousand of like their well-regarded album. Like they're, you can hear them all over the place in kind of as far as indie music goes. Like that they're
1: They in really a lot of commercials like they're played in shopping centers and yeah, stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like they're very well-regarded. They have well, good reviews. Like the albums are well-received, but they basically just make no money. They just don't make any money. Like these days to be a successful, like sort of a well-received artist, unless you're like- Beyonce or you know like unless you're really at the top of the chain yeah you just don't make any money at all and it was crazy to read like they have to tour constantly just to like even break even but they do not do well like they don't do well they live in these like shitty apartments like they they don't have any of the accoutrement you associate with like ostensibly successful musicians and what was crazy was reading it was the the people like the members of the band who were interviewed were constantly terrified at coming off like they were complaining because they know that the public refuses they think they're to just accept. Rich yeah, that this is the thing. It's just like, what? you you got this amazing life. What's the fucking problem? Yeah, but like, oh, you're gonna complain. You gotta go to new cities every three days yeah. and be rock stars and like, like, like sleep. Well, with it's you half, of them, like, half of them like, half of them yeah. don't have health insurance. Right, like they don't have art like that the reason um the reason she gave me this article is because there was a different article that in the New York Times a couple days ago that was unrelated to this one that was just about the idea of like the that everyone understands that art has like value to society but we're at a point now where like it is not seen as expected that there, that that value should actually be compensated in a meaningful way. Or like, that
0: it probably is somehow.
2: That it is somehow, yeah. exactly. People yeah. assume that because stuff is around yeah. and it gets made, that it must be compensated. Like but in a lot of doing, cases yeah, yeah, exactly. it's not at all. I don't I think like, people,
0: like, nobody thinks that those guys shouldn't be.
1: Like, like, Grizzly well off. bear is actually a good example of that's their e- economics day personally, because like when their album came out, its cover was pasted on like exactly. construction walls yes. everywhere in the city. And that was, was a big point of the story. Yeah. Every radio that you ever hear it on, so your assumption is if the marketing budget is this high, a um, um, visible-from-space slice of that pie chart also is in their bank account. Yeah, but then when, but you it's think, not.
2: But when you think about it, no one's paying any money to hear that music. It's it's like right, they're getting I mean, paid fr- – I know what you're saying, yeah, the perception. Your perceptions have all but the money, if you think if of level it. beyond that, it's like they're getting paid a, fraction of a tiny, tiny fraction of a fraction of a cent to get played on Spotify. Like if they're lucky, they'll get licensed in a couple things and that's like – a couple months' rent, apparently, if they said it's worth, like if they get in a commercial or something. Commercial. Yeah. But, like, there's no ongoing revenue. Like, there's nothing that, there's no money they like, right. cu- but they're like, we spent two years making this record and people get infuriated if they have to pay $9 to buy the album. Right. You know, like, it's it's crazy. It's a crazy situation. Why did I bring this up? There's some reason I brought this up and I can't remember what it, is now, what it was now. Oh, it was I about the fucking what, yeah. millionaire guitar people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is like, that that's one of the reasons it makes me so angry to think about because it's like <laughs> then you've got these fucking dilettantes basically who are just like playing rock and roll is fun you know what I mean <laughs> yes, and it it's is. like it's just a completely skewed like <laughs> yeah I don't know that was a way too long a tangent for that to, as a response what well, you're to saying your is Disney but executives
1: so should have booked Grizzly Bear and paid them handsomely <laughs> well
2: yeah the people probably at the thing would have enjoyed it more <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah that's not true
0: a year before that I went to another party <laughs> I went to another party at Disney that um had a musical act and it was the riza and there were five hundred people standing in like an outdoor tented area. did you see the who didn't know who the RISA was <laughs> drinking fucking Ouch. apple teenies. Okay. And like my buddy, my buddy Sean and I were going fucking apeshit.
3: Yeah.
1: Have you watched the Mike Judge <laughs> Silicon Valley show? No, not yet. The opening scene of that show is a huge Silicon Valley, like backyard party in someone's mansion, and Kid Rock is playing, and he's just going ape shit on stage, and the camera cuts back and it's just like like a hundred guys with solo cups with mixed drinks in them, talking to, to each other, of on their looking phone, at him, but ta- of, yeah. yeah, just sort of talking about just bullshit from work, and like that- a, like like a Kid Rock CD is being played. Yes, right. yeah. <laughs> but so that is apparently what that Disney party yeah, was. So but for think, real, that's I, amazing. I, yeah, think.
0: it's just the point is just. I think the actual point is, it's a corporate environment. Let's just do the things we have yeah, to that's do. Good. No and one's then there go because they want be party yeah. and drink, and don't yeah. make anybody dance on stage
2: or don't do any of that shit. Let's just fucking do our jobs yeah. just be honest about what's happening yeah that's all you need to that's do just
0: exactly right yeah like
2: e3 is
1: <laughs> god i've been trying to find a way to talk about e3 for like the whole podcast You're because welcome. it feels like all of the subjects we've been talking about have kind of been hovering <laughs> yeah, in yeah. like the thematic e3 zone but never there's like a, a, a magnet like a magnetic polar opposite situation going where you can't approach e3 i don't know i don't have a whole lot to say about E3. let's no because i have i want to talk about
0: at least two games okay but yeah let's I, take a break we're going to take a break already? Dude, we've been talking for like a while. Yeah, but about nothing. <laughs> well,
1: okay, we'll we can keep going. I don't know. We can, we can take a break, but then we have to come back for the real podcast after this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we are taking a break because that was too good of a sign off. Yeah, no,
2: it's fine. Video games.
0: This episode of Idle Thumbs is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Chris, you're a Hulu Plus customer? I am. I have been a Hulu Plus customer, and I'm currently actually a Hulu Plus customer. As am I. Yeah. And you too can be a Hulu Plus customer by going to HuluPlus.com slash thumbs, and you get two weeks of uh, full access completely free, which is twice the amount of weeks you would normally get if you didn't use the slash thumbs code. Uh, Hulu Plus is $7.99 a month, and it has a ton of shows, plus all of the Criterion Collection is on there. Uh, I watch The Daily Show and Colbert Report on there almost every day. Because I think it's two of the best shows on television still. It's amazing to me that they're both still so good. Yep. It's incredible
1: to me.
2: I also know that Will does this every day because he sits right next to me at work and I see it on his monitor.
1: Oh, yep. well. Yeah, I, I end up using... <laughs> just kidding. With Hulu Plus you can also watch on your phone or like on your... Like if you have a Roku streaming box or a device like yeah, that. Yeah, Roku is where I yeah. enjoy most of my things like this. It's pretty cool. But
0: yeah. Huluplus.com slash thumbs for twice the amount of free trial
1: you would normally get. Which and is two weeks. That's plenty of time to binge watch that one <laughs> show they're telling us about. <laughs> to, what is it to about binge a guy? watch deadbeat? About a pot-smoking guy who talks
0: to ghosts? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they know everything about us. It's like they know about half the things about us.
2: Huluplus.com slash thumbs
0: the pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts the pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts the pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts the pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts
1: and now it's oh you've been to e3 yes I, yeah <laughs> I, I, I
0: went were but, those bombs going <laughs> off or are you ripping the heads off of innocents uh, i was doing or both i was doing what e3
1: does Kicking bodies and laughing, just exploding, cavorting cav-
2: amongst cav- the corpses.
1: Yep, I was cavorting amongst the corpses. You've named the episode before we even got to the dateline. <laughs> you did it, Chris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At first, I think it's explosions, but it's risen- rhythmic in the way it. This sounds like a giant running,
2: or like <laughs> Donkey Kong.
1: Yeah, Donkey Kong. He's, he's exploding in barrels, but it oh, could, you're right. It could yeah, be yeah, like yeah, an yeah, oncoming yeah. mech where every time it steps, the camera like rack zooms really quickly yeah, in on it more yeah. and more times. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, like on Tom Cruise's face, probably he's in a new movie. Tom I guess. Cruise is only in movies where he's in a giant suit. Now, is yeah. that like is that his thing? It's weird, right? <laughs> I don't know. It feels like he's been in like four movies in a row where it's
0: like
2: they he's all wearing, have the like, same. Yeah, they all have the suit, same movie like, poster. Robot yeah. But yeah.
3: apparently, it's like a g-
0: okay movie. That's this one's the video has a, few people, of it. I, a yeah. few people that I a few people re- that
1: I like respect online. Yeah, it's weird though. It's like maybe she should cause, see it because there was this this one whose name I can't remember because it sounds like a Bond movie. Edge Edge of of it's escape from tomorrow. tomorrow. Escape from tomorrow. Edge Edge no, escape tomorrow. from tomorrow is that movie that was shot in Disneyland. That was in like a the yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I was escape from Russia. tomorrow. Are
2: we on the man. podcast? I don't, I don't know, know. It's what's cares? happening right now.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, man, I keep I want to keep talking about Tom Cruise, but it's okay. Well, what keep... I want to do is silence my telephone. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> All I want is to talk about Tom Cruise.
0: God, I really hope that was the text message from Tom Cruise. <laughs>
1: bing, Bing. <laughs> Thanks, uh, the other one was Oblivion. My ears are burning. <laughs>
0: yeah. Did you not enjoy Jack Reacher? Question mark. Was it Jack Reacher? It was Ob- called One Shot. Because there
1: was Jack Reacher, Oblivion, and or no, maybe it
0: was called Jack Tomorrow. Reacher Reacher Jack Reacher, Reacher isn't. But it's basically no, not a one. one. I feel no. like there was another. God, that movie's. <sighs> Oof.
1: I think it's just that Oblivion and not Jack good. Reacher trailers were playing at the exact same time, so it was yeah. impossible to. Yeah. So. This is our E3 episode. There was a time
0: when Tom Cruise was the biggest movie star in the world, and every single time there was a Tom Cruise movie coming out, you fucking knew about it. It's like he just kind of got tired. Well, hes I mean, he's been doing that for like 30 years now. Yeah. He needs his, like, he, I needs, don't think he
3: most, needs, like, I don't another. Think most also, leading... do you
2: think he's got, like, another, like, um, like uh, Born on the Fourth of July in him? Probably. I mean, he's just I in these so. kind of just, like, okay action movies again and again now.
1: Yeah. It you feels know, like, like there not... were a lot it's of.
0: because it can't be because of the money. Man, it I think he just money. likes
1: it. He's got to, right? I mean, he's got a one want to keep working. He loves to
0: run and ride motorcycles.
1: Yeah. So I guess that's cool. It also seems like the Tom Cruise movies that were like the Tom Cruise event movies were the ones where the poster was just like his face lit. Mm -hmm. Like when I think about like there's a Top Gun variant that I think has a lot of Tom Cruise face, the Mission Impossible ones. Like there's just a lot of them that are just him and his his modern sci-fi movies aren't those, which makes me think that the only ones that he considers, like, canonical are the Mission Impossible series, because those ones, the poster is just, like, a profile photo of Tom Cruise's face, and those Mm -hmm. are the ones that go up on the wall at his house. The ones where his face contractually (laughs) takes up at least a third of the poster. I really hope
0: when you walk into Tom Cruise's house it's just a poster for the last samurai. I don't know if that one counts. Why? He's, like... Like, in the middle of it, like, with, like, swords and That's a lot of body, skulls. though. I'm Same talking about right face. Okay. Tom
1: Cruise's face is where it's at. I understand.
2: Tom Cruise's fa- Tom Tom Cruise face is where it's at.
1: Yeah. Tom Cruise's face Tom is Tom his Cruise full name. Tom Cruise's face. Um.
2: <laughs> is
3: that,
1: Sorry, guys. Is that me? E3 talk is
2: happening? Yeah, that's the, that's the uh, sound of E3. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? Uh, is it I, not? I did mean, you say he got up to get some water.
0: It was just that walking mech. That oh, this sounds like footsteps to me. Oh, I oh you, that I, was I Tom you were, got some water. I thought you
2: were referring to like the water footstep thing in Jurassic Park. Oh, like making a weird, crazy loop around callback to that.
1: No, crazy loop. I don't believe in referential humor. Yeah, no. <laughs> I like that. That in and of itself is now <laughs> <reference>. referential humor <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. Like meta. Just. Meta ruination. You've become everything you hate.
3: You all of the games I'm excited
0: for. Oh, two out of the three games I'm excited for coming out of E3 are not references to previous games. They're actually just the original statements. Yeah. Yeah. Jake already mentioned Ori, which you should talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah. And, we uh, didn't actually talk Still about excited that. about No Man's Sky. We, did, we didn't say anything about it. No, we haven't oh. talked about Ori yet yeah, at all. He meant, you mentioned Ori. I mentioned in the that it exists. Part. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know. I yeah, know No Man's that. Sky is. That new Zelda trailer got me too. Oh, I haven't seen that yet.
2: Oh. <sighs>
0: yeah, but. I uh, actually I think there's more interesting things to talk about No Man's Sky, but I just want to like talk about Ori for a second. Go for it. What's the full name of that? Ori in the Blind Forest.
2: I think that's right. I think you're right.
0: It's because remember there was the typo that it was Ori in the Bling Forest. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spike TV called it Ori in the Bling Forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ori in the Blind Forest. It's one of the games that was shown in the Microsoft uh, E3 keynote. It was like that keynote all right. i'm going to get on my stupid out of thumb seat for a minute because i watched the whole microsoft keynote i kept
2: logging off let's call it a press conference let's be honest about what it is i it is watched a press conference i watched let's not the it.
1: you're right yeah i watched the exclusive keynote speaker <laughs> uh, video games uh the, the Sony one was not this, which was nice, but the Microsoft one, like, I actually, I think I lost track of the number of times that four dudes in futuristic combat armor, like, dropped out of a vehicle. It was a million times. And so it looked amazing aesthetically, but it was just a lot of that. But then right in the middle of it, the Ori trailer popped up. Yeah, the lights go down, and then there's, like, yeah. thunder and a swooping yeah, owl. Yeah, and it's all like, sort of 2D yeah. animated leaves blowing around and stuff. And then, yeah, the... Um,
0: Ori is, like, if... Somebody wanted to make a Metroid game, but was inspired by Super
1: Meat Boy's platforming and also really? loved Miyazaki. Yeah, yeah. Um, the game, like it's, it's this like all the backgrounds are hand painted, super parallaxy. Look like like modern sort of like more fantastical, like more Western fantastical, but Miyazaki influenced stuff. But mechanically, the way that he, uh, the way that Ori controls, it's it is like. A meat boy or N type situation cool. where it's like wall slides, jumps, yeah. uh, like lots of lots mm-hmm. of wall to wall, like uh-huh. back and forth hopping to elevate. Uh, yeah, and the entire game and sort of like double jump, triple jump. Like it has, it, it seems like it's like, like the that. trailer has him floating on a leaf, like Zelda does in uh, like Zelda does, <laughs> like Zelda the game series does not uh, specifically Link the uh, hero. Like of Princess the Zelda, Zelda games. does, like when Princess she's Zelda, escaping. Does. like Link does in the 3D Zelda games that like you get the the decoupled leaf and float around. Um, and apparently also it's a huge Metroid style world map and, uh, I don't know. It just like, it looks very much like it came conceptually from the like Xbox 360 summer of arcade, like everyone's making platformer Uh buzz, but this looks like just the most intensely honed aesthetically and and execution wise version of that. It's, I don't know. Music is beautiful. Cool. It's really like looks like I really impressive. James can animate really yeah. well. It turns out. Man, he's so good. Yeah, I don't know that, and it was cool to see that. Just like basically silence everyone. Like I was watching the Giant Bomb live stream, and they're just like, "What? What? 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 What?" Uh, I don't know. It was cool. Nice. Um, I'm really excited for that stupid video game.
0: I don't know what else to talk about. Oh, watch that No Man's Sky e3 demo like 10 times i didn't understand was that Different.
2: It? To, so was that yeah i saw was, a thing it was that actually, was a trailer it's just more
0: stuff it's
2: just like they're well f- no i mean i'm saying yeah. is the thing you want was there only one video that they released or
0: i think so i mean it, okay. it had dinosaurs in it did you yeah, see that one yeah yeah, yeah I, watched I didn't it, like, feel
2: like a demo that felt like just a pre
1: yeah
0: that's
2: the thing. Trailer. And, and like, it was hard for me to tell because like
1: the way that the head moved around and stuff. It feels like, like I'm gliding on like I, a... I couldn't tell if it was if it was pre-rendered, if it was just a really it, fuzzy it analog
2: stick like for was, the trailer. Like, it well, you seemed know. like it was something based in engine but was like a demo Like that a simulated was walkthrough for, almost. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, you know, it, it reminds like. me it could of be wrong. The, like. And this might be... I mean, I don't know if... It didn't look like watching someone play. I have no
0: idea what the game is. Like, zero idea. And I keep... I spent a lot of time trying to figure it out or like past conjecture.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But I think it's actually OK. Like, I was thinking about that a lot. Like, I'm like, is it OK that I just don't know what this game is? Or is there even yeah, a game here? I think that's fine. And I, for a long time, played Space Engine as much as you can play that game, which is just here is the entire universe built procedurally. But a lot mm-hmm. of it has been seeded with actual astronomical data. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, here's our solar system and here's our the Milky Way and things like mm-hmm. that. And so far it all, all is away. And I would just fly around for hours and listen to music and I would go, oh, I wonder if I can get to the star. Like I wonder if like if I can get to like Mm -hmm. whatever and I would just try to navigate myself there. Yeah. And that was enough. And that's sort of like the way I play a lot of open world stuff too. So I wonder if this is just saying, yeah, that's okay. Like that's just what the game is about. And there isn't going to be like an obscene mission structure or like a thing. Concrete thing to discover. And when they
1: first announced the game, it was just like players are placed in a galaxy, and your objective is just to explore it and like categor or like not categorize, but like chronicle the things that you discover. And the, I mean, that's all that there was in the trailer, right? I mean, mm-hmm. except yeah. well, that's not all there was in the trailer. There was like dog command and ships stuff. and dogfighting yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. when you find new planets and little caves and creatures, it would show the name of it and the player that had first. Seen it like that was popping up in the UI yeah, all over yeah. the place. Oh, I didn't know that last part. I didn't know it was like, yeah, like shared. Yeah, they were, yeah, when, they were like, like, using when, usernames. When and stuff, that big, yeah. when, when people... that big, uh, like sort of sort of y thing popped up, and the plane flew by it, a little like HUD element came by that had the name of the species as well as the person who first found one of them in the galaxy. And the, I think the idea is that there's just a ton of crazy procedurally generated stuff all over the place. And when you find a species for the first time, you get to claim it. But the idea is to go and just explore the galaxy the thing that was the coolest thing in that trailer though was just hopping in a ship yeah flying out of the, atmosphere, the atmosphere being yeah. in space it's a that's incredible looking and then just popping down on another planet and yeah. i mean the image imagery of all those planets just being like mm-hmm. looking like a you know like a weird sci-fi uh, like mural or something, or like yeah, old has kids' like, room post like, where there's just huge planets yeah. all over the place. It yep.
0: has like trapper keeper scale. Yeah, exactly, totally,
1: exactly, trapper yep, keeper yep, scale. Yep. But like, that's what I want. I don't know. Yeah, that
2: that feeling was I. The only so, Sean, were you the one saying that you don't know if it matters that it's not telling you what the game is? Because I, I basically feel that way, right? In the sense that when when you, I maybe I've talked about this before. I was reading something I remember about a someone who like works for a you know, major movie studio and they were saying like, you know, with a big kind of blockbuster movie, your trailer needs to have a lot of plot in it and a lot of like high concept stuff. But if it's a, you know, but if it's a, it's a, if it's a less kind of blockbuster thing, that's more of like a mid range or smaller thing. All you need really to get across in the, in the trailer is like tone and atmosphere and like general setting. Like it's less important what the details are because what you're trying to do is just get the audience like intrigued by like, what kind of feelings am I going to have watching this? Mm-hmm. And like, that's kind of, when you said that, it reminded, when you, when you say what you said, it reminded me of that, you know, mm-hmm. like I'll play whatever they decide is the glue that puts this together. Right. Because I just want I, to I see think
0: this. So I'm, I'm like a hard get. I feel like I'm always like a hard person to like, well, get to. Like, you know I was I mean? going to
2: qualify it and say the exception is if the multiplayer component of it is really prominent. Cause I just don't really want to play like, I don't want to play a Minecraft or DayZ or something version mm-hmm. of this. I'm not saying with respect to survival stuff. It I feels just. I feel like
1: mean, if the multiplayer is really passive in an experience like this, it's fine. Yeah, like it's exactly. Passive, I, it's like, I guess like, a, not if, literally if like Journey, just, but of that feeling yes. where you go off into space. It's just ship, like aware that yeah. there's other
2: people and like that's fine. I just don't want to have to.
1: You don't to spend the whole time like flying in a fleet yeah, of three guys I, that are your friends and like you have to stick yeah, together. Like competing
2: against people. Like yeah. I just want to be able to play the game only on my own terms in terms of what time is. I spend it and not feel like I have to coordinate with anyone or anything. But other than that, I'll pretty much. If it's more focused on dogfighting stuff, fine. If it's more focused on exploration stuff, fine. If it's more focused on c- cataloging things, fine. Like I'll probably be fine. You just want to have an that, opportunity to fly, fly from planet to falls. planet through space. Yeah, and you know basically, right? Yeah. yeah, I'll probably be fine with it. And yeah. I don't know. I like. I don't. I just don't know where that needle falls. Looking at the trailer, yeah, but yeah, but weird. I don't know if I care all that much. It looks cool. It's crazy that it's being made by, what, four people? Four people, yeah. Oof. <gasps> <laughs> is that Unity? Does anyone know? I don't know. No. No? I don't think so. Is it their
1: own thing? I think it is.
2: Yeah. Ori is Unity, which
1: is awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Ori is Unity. Yeah.
1: That's... Pr- and that game, I mean, it's been in production since way before the Unity 2D stuff. I think it is just a 3D camera with parallaxing in the background and stuff. But, like, that is such a nice-looking game for a Unity game. Mm-hmm. The Unity people must just be, like... <sighs> just... <laughs> I don't know. It looks like a game that you expect to just rebrand the entire unity site for mm-hmm. how nice it looks. Right.
0: Yeah. The trailer stuff is interesting. I don't know. It's like, I don't.
1: Yeah. I watched the, the no man's sky video and I was just
2: like, I mean, that's I was definitely like, I wanted, by like more and... information, yeah. but I, I didn't mean, want the enough thing, information. That principle, I didn't want too much though. It's yeah. so funny. Like that this, principle like... is less applicable to games than it is for movies because you know that to get to the end of the movie, all you have to do is sit there. It may not be your favorite thing ever. But you don't need to learn a skill to watch a movie, right? So games are are a little bit different. But but I think, you know, there's still a kernel to it that is relevant.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: As long as the game isn't, like, a super hardcore version of the thing. And I assume this game is not going to be, right? Like, the trailer shows that much. The trailer, if anything, it may not show, like, what the balance of gameplay and focus of gameplay is. But it does, I think, strongly suggest... It's not going to be a super hardcore version of any of the components that are in it.
0: nested menu, like Yeah, so that's the reason I'm not worried.
2: God, meanwhile, I I loaded up I finally managed to like pay for the correct Star Citizen package. Hey. And and download the like thirteen gigabytes of stuff. I couldn't figure out how to fly the ship around. (laughs) Like (laughs) I went into the hangar and like I walked around and they've got all this like full body animation stuff and like you get into your ship and you like ease yourself into the chair Wait, did you have see... like
1: flight sim baby
2: thing where like i'm in the thing well you can like tick, you can tick, tick, like tick click the buttons and you can like, like, see the guy's you hands like the wheels you and... can see the guy's hands move the sticks around as you're was and like pressing q and e and stuff and like i i pressed escape and i went into the key bindings and it looks like the hilarious keyboard overlays of your you know like, right. it looks like <laughs> the crazy big plastic thing you put it right. Like almost like, at least half the keys on the keyboard do something um but I couldn't figure out how to make it go. I couldn't figure out how to just make my ship go. Because the there's a button throttle that, button, and yeah. there's like a brake, and there's like all these... And there's you have to like,
1: probably do the, like the, the five switches you have to flip first before like
2: yeah. before or, you
1: can start the engine he he up. you discovered how to do it,
0: right? No. Are you serious? No, I didn't somebody so in our team chat at the office because you said this yeah in the team chat and ollie was though. like
2: oh you got to pick up your helmet and yeah like, Ollie's like, put your helmet so I had, on I to go like find my helmet in this big <laughs> That's hangar. All he said. which took a while because i'd <laughs> walked to the other couldn't... side of the hangar <laughs> and the hangar is huge so no i walked all the way back card. i found my helmet i put it on and then i went back into a ship i had like four different ships i didn't think i bought four ships so i don't even know what that means um <laughs> And you're, like, congratulations, like oh, also Chris,
0: you're i a dollars backer of Star
2: <laughs> I found a uh, I found um, this like in-world mint console that pops up with, like minority report style floating screen and I couldn't figure out how to interact with it like fictionally like the whole th- I felt well, like you don't really, you're playing, playing as a time traveler. <laughs> I and I went back into my ship with my helmet on and like that time more things popped up in front of my face presumably because i was wearing my helmet and that's what and your helmet things yeah but i still couldn't figure out how to just take off with the ship hmm. i feel like an idiot so, so i had have like, like, a little web browser you can pop up in there and load up youtube and type
1: in I stars should, Yeah, and I, how to take off.
2: I forgot we were recording the podcast so early today this is like lunchtime that we're recording this and i forgot we were doing it early or because i was gonna like play more of it before the podcast. i was gonna solve this problem and play it before <laughs> the podcast so i didn't have to admit how much of an idiot i am but too late <laughs> Instead, for that now you're just now. playing citizen Just playing walk around. Yeah, playing hanger citizen. Um, (laughs) Also, the uh, well, actually, I guess I'll save this. We got a bunch of emails from people, kind of like who are deep into Star Citizen, who are who just like heard what we talked about last week. So a lot of whom were like, "Yes, I'm fully bought in, but you're totally right about how weird and like convoluted this community is." Um, So that I don't know if we get if we have time to read a mail that would that's an I would Mm -hmm. be curious interested to read some of that stuff. Um, Anyway, I don't know. It's pretty. It's really beautiful. Um, And also, I have to admit, like pressing escape and going into the key bindings and just seeing all that shit there, seeing like the throttle button and like pitch and yaw and like power to shields and everything oh my god it made me want to play it so badly <laughs> and then you were so oh, pissed that's you couldn't so take good. the ship off I'm, I'm happy that that's the, your reaction yeah that you look at that and just like yeah like i think I was well, old I, man, your x-wing I think brain I was old is like because yeah, well, i played because like, it's oof. the i played Wing commander and tie fighter yeah, yeah, yeah. and x-wing like i played all those games right the things that were like more complicated than rebel assault or like an arcade shooter but not falcon 4.0 Right. right? That middle ground of like, they're basically still action games, but they make you feel like you're actually controlling this cool device. It's crazy that was that you're like playing a great... downloadable
0: game with no instructions that if it was 1997 would have showed up with a 200 page spiral bound. <laughs> right? That would come book. with the
1: phone book to <laughs> yeah. welcome new recruit. Or no, yeah, I yeah, like exactly. to earn your citizenship. It's yeah, Star yeah, yeah. Citizen. Uh-huh.
2: Yep, yep, yep. But also, it's I would... The picture
1: of Chris Roberts in a flip. Also, right? if then, that was, like,
2: 1995 <laughs> or whatever, I would have just known what to do, because I played a... I was, right. yeah, I was right. so immersed in that
1: world. You would have, like
2: world
0: flipped to the, yeah, like, right. 190th yeah. page about how to do the crazy thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: But, yeah. I mean, it definitely... I know there have been other games like this released in the last few years, but it doesn't seem like any of them have really caught on or, like, gotten that people excited. That must be excited. the hardest thing,
0: actually, about designing those games, is this once you... Over, like, all the mechanical stuff is probably... Not that that's not, not that that's easy, but it's it can be chalked up to just sort of like ambitious and I'll know when it's right because I'll be playing it and I'll feel like it's right. But like getting all that stuff then down and being like, yes, all this stuff is in the game. All this stuff is good and it all works together nicely. And now I got to download that into a hum into a customer <laughs> like that's well, going to be the hardest it's design weird, problem.
2: It's weirder now because yeah. it's like, when's it done? Right. It's crowdfunded and, and it's releasing you... it piecemeal over the next two years. Right. Uh, I mean, there's just
0: going to be a, like it's, a it's like Kerbal's another great example. Actually, Kerbal's is very yeah, similar totally. of like uh. level of complexity. Yeah. Not done. How do I learn to play the a, game? Accessibility. Yeah. You know what's funny though, like it's probably not even worth it's probably not worth making this value judgment, but I think it's good. Like I think it sucks because and a little bit that like there are people who will, will probably won't discover this game because. Which game? Star Citizen or Games Kerbal? like that. Okay, Kerbal okay. and Star Citizen. And, I mean, Dota had this problem too, I think. A lot of games that start in beta that are very, very complex is that there's a whole chunk of the audience who'll just never be able to get over the, the hump because there's not like a very clear onboarding path and like... Sure, well, like, yeah, 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 But I think it's also like for the peep, for like anybody of any age who's interested in this sort of thing, having to sort of discover the rules of a thing and the, like how it works and... Research and be like, okay, I'm gonna look on YouTube and I'm gonna read this PDF and I'm gonna look on this website and I'm looking this wiki and I look at this YouTube now, like that's a really good sort of like like find a weird guy and chat, yeah. yeah, you know that's what I mean? True. Like, it's like a good way
2: to think about the world. Like,
0: oh, if there's an unsolvable, yeah, you'll have to do some legwork. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. The answer is out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I think it's good.
2: No, it's cool. I remember feeling like very the first time I did anything of consequence in Kerbal was very exciting and like empowering right because it was not automatic that that would occur
3: right like, I and i know it, it wasn't I because be... i failed
2: so many times yeah. on the way yeah
3: um
2: like that's one of the reasons what you're describing is one of the reasons i'm often very and this doesn't apply to all games right like this only applies to games where there is actually some reasonable like reward predicated on player expressivity or creativity right like if your game really is just like walk down a corridor and shoot guys then it's pointless to make it overly accessible but in a lot of cases, this is why I'm often skeptical of kind of design best practices about like how stuff should be spoon fed or like how, how players should be trained. You know what I mean? Because often I feel like it kind of just erases the ability to have that experience. Right. But like, again, that in a lot of, in a lot of cases that, that mainly applies to games where there is actually like a multiplicative return on investment from the player. Yeah. Cause some, in some games it would be pointless. Well, I always effort, feel
0: but. like I either want a game to be, so straightforward in what and how it's presenting the thing that's presenting the thing it's presenting can be complex and hard to digest whatever like the theme mentally yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. yes but like portal's a great example Mm -hmm. does this do this with this trigger and this with this trigger go you know i either want it to be really straightforward to where i forget the tutorial i've ever had Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah or like so complex that I can fiddle with the world for hours and hours and hours and Mm -hmm. continue to surprise myself mechanically totally like 90% of the games that you're seeing now at E3 are all like there's going to be a 90 minute fucking like right tutorial
2: traversal crazy tutorial of stuff that isn't really doing anything you know just to get
0: you to the point where they can now like force feed you the the thing that you that they have made for you yeah bad. No, I, They'll know I, when I agree and which
2: that. buttons
1: to
0: press, basically. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, but but they're all just effectively a version of press A to continue. It's just not right. always A.
0: Or like onboard you to the point where you'll be able to just recreate that cool shot
1: from the trailer.
2: Yeah, like, man, yeah, exactly. That's
1: actually, okay, this is I know that that is by and large true, but it felt like, at least in the Microsoft keynote, which was the one that I watched all the way through, um, it seemed like at least a number of the games that were on display there were trying to like widen the width of the walls, put people in more arena based stuff. And it felt like it was like, there was not universally because they played a lot of demos. There were the, it opened with, was it just Call of duty advanced warfare? The first thing that was in the keynote was just like, I felt like I had watched 10 plus minutes of a guy walk down, wrecked military corridors. And I think it was a call of duty game, but then there was, um, God damn it! I can't remember the name of the game. It was a really ridiculous-looking game them- thematically. It's the new Insomniac game, I think. Was that Oh, it? oh it's called Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. Like that game looked like it was entirely like uh, crazy, like traversal and enemy attacking. But in the demo that they showed, it was just a gigantic environment, and it was all mm-hmm. like it wasn't. At least the way that it was presenting the scenarios in the video that they showed, it was a, it was very much about autonomous characters and a player and you engaging them using the entirety of the terrain. And like, it felt very wide open and very much about like go up to get a vantage point. Like you can, it had like, like jet grind radio type stuff in it as well. Like yeah, you'd yeah, sort yeah. of like That's a hit a rail I've and go flying somewhere else. Yeah. But then you'd be able to sort of wall run around a little bit. And like, I guess the other one that, that they showed was the, uh, the turtle rock multiplayer game. Oh, evolve, evolve or evolve, evolve. Yeah. But that's a multiplayer game, so I don't know if that counts. That game looks. Um, but that game looks crazy. That game looks nuts as well. But that yeah. was another just very wide
2: open. Mm-hmm. Everyone sort of you, know you have to game? be self guided. No, I've heard like bits and pieces. But I mean, it's I don't really like know inspired
0: to give it. it. like Left 4 Dead and Predator made a baby. It's uh, this multiplayer. It's, and the it's like fact the Left 4 Dead multiplayer,
2: like but there's just one crazy like super. Yeah, yeah it's four yeah. v one. They're big like, monster. I think can either
0: be AI driven or player driven. Yeah, so
2: kind of like natural selection or something. Is natural selection all versus one? No, but it's asymmetrical. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah,
1: like I think I mean, the, the logo for for evolve like the E V O and L are four little squares. Then the E has one giant square coming off it, which I think is supposed to be like right, illustrating right. That, that. Yeah, like f-
0: the fifth player who gets to control the monster is
1: like obscenely more powerful than right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that, you, that character that monster sort of I think like levels up over time and evolves. Sort of, perhaps it evolves. Yeah. Fuck, of course it does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. The art for it, like. The stylistically, it looks like a video game, but like from an execution standpoint, it looks nuts. But yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. The Left 4 Dead guys are going all in on asymmetric multiplayer, because it seems like the Left 4 Dead multiplayer people really like. And that's so good. Yeah, Lefler, I, I, I never left played left. I it. I only is, ever played good. Campaign. Oh, I played a bunch but
3: it. I left left one, I played a of it. Left 4 Dead multiplayer is also It's just, yeah. It's, yeah. just yeah. it's just. Yeah, it is. It's,
1: yeah. like the balance is very different. Mm-hmm. Than it no, evolved. totally. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Evolve feels like a game you could almost prototype inside of Left 4 Dead, like really, really early on. And I also,
0: I mean, it's. Uh,
1: I really like the movie Predator. Like, I like.
0: I hope that the game is just serious a, in against a monster. And there's not a bunch of, like, whoa, blow! You know, like a lot of, like, squad talk that's, like, right. you know.
1: I think it's want, just stoic as fuck.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't really like. Like, I, th- I did not like the tone change between Left 4 Dead 1 and Left 4 Dead 2. Like Left 4 Dead One oh, was on people who didn't know they were in a horror film, and Left 4 Dead Two was people who knew they were in a horror film. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, no, I
2: agree. That stuff wears thin on me.
0: Yeah, like I didn't mind the the whatever the character to character talk in Left 4 Dead One at all, but by Left 4 Dead Two, I was like, yeah. clown zombies, okay, yeah. fucking fuck. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there was
1: I don't know. Sorry, I I I feel like there was another game inside that uh, Xbox presentation that was that was like that as well, but it was it was. It was the thing that like kept me watching all these because aesthetically, I don't know if I'm the only person who sees this, but I feel like every time a new console comes out, everyone just looks like a little bit too like fat and thick in the launch title <laughs> games. Like I remember when the Xbox One came out, uh, and oh, it was oh, it was Splinter Cell. I think was the first like that that game that was not super early in the life of the original Xbox, but it was one of the ones that was like really everyone was excited about how how awesome Splinter Cell looked I just like everyone's just their limbs look too big everyone <laughs> just looks a little like just a little bulkier than they should they move a little bit more like they're made out of clay like than they should Gears of War? No, Xbox original Xbox.
2: No, I know, but you're saying every console during.
1: Yeah, and then like the next the 360 it was the football game where everyone was just like a little bit too like, <laughs> like just, Gears of War is like the perfect example of it. Yeah, that. but Gears of War like it that's a style choice. I feel like everyone's just ripped in that Whereas I feel like when people are like we have all, we have so many more verts, so many more polys than we had before. We could do so much more nuanced motion. It feels like
2: they're just over encumbering everything. The models. Just
1: like everything just gets a little bit weird because people are like yeah, just sure. trying to pump up the thing they already did. And the jams, but like everyone just looks like they're like made of these weird, like slightly too two too cooked sausages to me right now. Still, and I feel like we'll <laughs> eventually get over that, or I'll just get used to it. Yeah, I don't. It's. I'm sorry that it's a weird perception thing. It's like. This is a, an a insanely specific example of this, but when Telltale did the Strong Bad game, the Chapman brothers did a trailer for it, but they had to animate it at 30 frames a second because it cross blended <laughs> into game footage and everything just like yeah, got yeah, a yeah. little bit more sort of weird with how it moved and stuff. And it was just like, you guys know how to animate and you're trying to adapt those skills to like something slightly more extreme and you don't know how to fill in the holes correctly. And it still feels like that where like everyone's face looks weird. Everyone's legs just look weird. And I think by the end of this console generation, people will have figured out the limits of rendering on this system and where to make the choices to sort of stylize stuff to shape around the way that stuff looks. But right now it just looks weird. Or I guess it just looks amazing. Like Assassin's Creed looks fucking nuts. I don't know if you guys looked at that thing or not. I mean, it looks like Assassin's Creed. yeah. But the lighting, the is I the just, lighting I, inside of it looks so good, but I everything mean, else about it is Assassin's so Creed. I heard uh, they made that in Unity.
0: <laughs> that is not a true statement. No, it's just called Assassin's Creed Unity. Oh, that's not confusing at all. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> we should call... Assassin's should call, Creed Cry call, like, I was going to say we should call our game Firewatch <laughs> <laughs> um, Uh, I'm just so fucking over that you ubisoft school I know. I, I of design too. i'm yeah. fucking over it they feel like they've done well like dry. i watched the far cry 4 playthrough i'm done i'm done with that design i of gotta game. say one i'm thing done about with the far missionary i have I'm to done say one
1: thing about far cry 4 what go on i only heard about this in the context of co-op okay but far cry 4 has co-op and inside of far cry 4 co-op you can turn off all story objectives and missions and just co-op the open world far cry simulation that's a nice feature. Why isn't that in Far Cry 2? That's all. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Someone I mean, I like the too. missions
0: in Far Cry 2, even though a lot of them are repetitive. I thought yeah. they were, like – I liked them. I liked – I thought the missions were good. Like, yeah. I liked that I would go and have to assassinate some fucking, like, diamond runner, and a crazy thing would happen. Like, it's not the missions. I'm just fucking over – I'm over the aesthetic. I'm over the gloss. I'm over –
1: the way they presented
2: Far it. Cry 4 yeah, like in that... Paint, it feels like a paint-by-numbers design. I made my decision point, like yeah. yesterday. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch the Far Cry 4 video. I
1: don't know if it was the name of the villain or if it was the name of the like location or something, but at the end of the... like, They played the Far Cry 4 video, and then, man, what's the name of the woman who's the host of the Ubisoft uh, presentation? Oh, uh, Aisha Tyler. Yeah, she's cool. Whatever. Yeah, she's uh, great. She's awesome. She... I think it was her. Man, it might have been like an EP. I don't remember who was talking, but they... Like, Whatever the guy's name is, let's just say it's it's. – let's say the words that they said was Nick Brecken, which is some – but it was some in-universe noun. But they were just like, more this, more this, more that. Get ready. Nick Brecken is waiting. And then walked away. And I was like, no one cares about Nick Brecken. That was maybe someone said that once in one of the videos. But like it felt like they were already so bought in to their own, oh, yeah, like, that's their own just the assumption right? that yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. buy into this uh-huh. right now yeah, yeah for sure it's
0: like oh there was another hilarious like, turn you're trying of to phrase say, like, like what that. is the
1: matrix like what is yeah. the matrix is it, uh, that, that holds up there was I don't another turn of uh, phrase like that oh they kill me they
0: absolutely kill me it's people who have just been eating their own like or huffing their own farts in the same building with people who already know their shit oh yeah for sure the there, was great, there
2: was a great um, there was a great it's a big market he wrote this a while ago I think but I think Jane linked this like Tom Francis post about
1: it how was to, a talk that he did.
2: Yeah, it was a talk a GDC talk he did called "How to how Explain to Your Game to an Asshole," yeah. um, which is like resonated kind of a tongue in cheek <laughs> title. But the reality of the piece was it was about how to communicate the essence of your game in a few sentences without buying your own stupid hype like that. Right? You know, and like one of the things he said was, I mean, he he gave an example of some ridiculous lore which I, i'm not gonna remember it, what it was but it was something to the effect of you know like in the third age the black uh demon stones are in peril and he's like no one fucking cares that your demon stones are in peril not even the guy who wrote that right like well he said not even the guy i wrote
1: yeah but he's referring to himself in that which is
2: good yeah yeah <laughs> um but like he it's a really um, right, he said
1: the people of dark sun are under threat from the elder gods yeah no one gives a shit about the people of Dark Sun, except the person who made up the word Dark Sun, and in this case, he doesn't either. Yeah,
2: ex- <laughs> exactly. Um, it's it's just a way of like talking about games that has become totally accepted,
0: right? You know, like well, it's- because people start the conversation about how are we going to talk about the game with the concepts of like people want to feel empowered, people want to feel like the hero, people want to feel like the special. The- but like, even, that's where they start with yeah. yeah that's that sort of like change the world mantra of like play this game and make an impact but his, on what not
1: on the make-believe shit that is already there what yeah. i feel like it might actually be worth do you mind if we just paraphrase this guy because uh, i thought it was like it. or at least the four mistakes which i think are really good he said the first bad the first bad way to explain your game is to not explain it at all which is to just put up some gameplay footage and assume that it will speak for itself and that your game should be recognized on its own merits without talking about it, which is a bad thing to do. Mistake number two is thinking that to explain your game, you should explain your artistic intent.
2: Oh, that's that's a big one. This is is delicious. This is a game about theme. Yeah. So this is a game about Don't ever say that. (laughs) Yeah uh if it is people will be able to identify it later mistake number three is
1: thinking that explaining your story explains your game which is the thing about just like so what this game is about is about the people of dark side i'm like (laughs) oh
3: yeah okay
1: it's probably not uh and then he said mistake number four is stating that your game is good as if this will persuade us that it is
2: bigger better more badass no
1: one ever read a developer describing their game as innovative and thought wow that sounds innovative (laughs) (laughs) uh and then, yeah, when talking about what to actually do, he yeah, says, so it's like get to the point where... He it, says, yeah. point number one is to tell us what type of game it is. He says, you don't have to stick to traditional genres, but try to use a word that reflects what you actually do in the game. Maybe it's not a platformer, but it's a, quote, 2D exploration game. Point number two, before you even finish your first sentence, uh, is to tell us the coolest, unique thing about your game. Um, you can summarize it drastically. We don't need to know how it works. Like he said, the main mechanic in my game is hard to explain in eight words, but if I say you can rewire its levels to trick people, you get an idea. Point number three is to give us some context who am i where am i what am i trying to do uh the plot will never sound good in 10 words but the fantasy might you're a spy you're a god you're saving kittens you're a kitten god you're kitten god saving spies Uh, all of these things are cool um so point number four is give us an example of how it plays describe a moment the player can experience that's typical of the game uh if you say your games about possessing your enemies, I'm interested. But if you tell me I can possess an enemy, throw them into a friend, and knock them both into a landmine before I switch back to my own body and watch them blow up, at that point I'm throwing money at the screen. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's he had a, it, this was like a five minute talk that he gave, um, and no one gets any of this stuff right.
2: Yeah, it's infuriating. It's
1: weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was that has nothing to do with E3 except that it does when you're when you're when you have. <laughs> five words at the end of a trailer and you just drop contextless lore and walk away. It's like, okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like one guy is going to buy into that somewhere. He's like, Oh, cool. That sounds evocative. But like that, that's one guy out of like, you know, thousands of people.
2: Yep. Anyway, three, <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. I want to talk I'm still about excited because I'm excited about Ori. I'm excited about, the same games I saw, No Man's Sky. And I'm excited about Zelda. We need to talk about Zelda, other, other than the fact that fire looked really good, as did those explosions.
1: Fucking Zelda. I feel like I, I I didn't read enough about Zelda. I just watched the video, so I'm just gonna speak for a few seconds and not go into it very much. But it looks it looks the way that I would like a Zelda game to look. Yeah, I it think. looks like they learned like, from like, all the other Zelda games and made a Zelda game. Like Link's character design is. Busy but not super anime Like the way that the world feels incredibly lush and colorful is evocative of the old games, but also like the sort of the architecture inside of it seems m- less built and more sort of askew. Like it just a lot of it reminds me of the art, the imagery that was evoked when looking at the drawings and like the manual to the Nintendo and Super Nintendo Zelda games. And I never thought that they would actually do that without flying over like over shooting it and ending Mm -hmm. up in like uh skyward sword or phantom hourglass both feel like they tried to like get the high fantasy thing but then they went so far that it was just like it was cool to a 12 year old i don't know this it just looks it looks really nice who knows Mm -hmm. what it's gonna be people were talking about mechanical stuff in it and i didn't read anything about it but it's like i guess it's more open oh yeah it, it's it's you can go places which feels the like the direction they were trying to head with uh link between worlds mm-hmm. the second half of link between worlds is actually i don't know if i ever talked about that. i talked about a link i checked I in with link so. between Worlds every now i and can't then, remember the, once you get to the dark world it literally just says do whatever dungeons you want figure out cool. what you're supposed to do and it doesn't tell you anything about it and it's and like if that if there's another rev on that yeah that's, that's really nice my brain can't stop thinking about Grim Fandango, but nothing was announced other than double fine and Sony and, uh, and they said like, and another development partner are putting, uh, putting Grim Fandango on the PS4. And I know there's not a ton to talk about, but I can't not think about that. Yeah. The moment in the Sony keynote when that happened was, was very enjoyable to me devoid of all <laughs> other context. Um, I thought that the thing with the letter from the 11 year old was like a little bit cheeky and shticky. But the way, that, so the way that Grim Fandango was announced is the Sony speaker, who like, mm-hmm. I only saw the clip, I didn't watch the whole Sony keynote, said, We from all the, we get all these, we get a lot of letters from kids about what we should and shouldn't do, but this one really stood out to us. And it was a letter uh, written in pencil and like, from a 12 year old girl saying, when are you going to like, could you ever release any classic games? Like ones by Tim Schafer They they don't exist anymore. And uh, if I wanted to play one, I'd have to pirate it. Um, can you guys do something please from so-and-so age 10? And the guy was like, well, this seems weird. It's it says she's 12 in the letter. Then she's signed as a 10 year old. And look at this f- smudgy fingerprint. This looks, does not look like the fingerprint of a girl. Then it zooms out a little further and you can see there's like a, a hand holding the letter, that has like knuckle hair on it. And then he pans the photo up and you can see just like Tim's mouth and goatee next to it. Then the photo zooms all the way out and Tim has clearly written the letter and sent it to Sony, mm. which is, is fine. Sure, It's like, it's, it's what always happens when a double fine announcement happens, which is fine, <laughs> but whatever. The thing that happened immediately after that, though, was, he just like, there was no video or anything, but he just said, um, so that said, we're pleased to announce that we're working with double fine to bring Grim Fandango to the PlayStation four. Then the Grim Fandango logo took over behind him and it's it's the same sony thing that they had at like e3 last year and maybe the year before where they have just that huge rap video wall that like wraps around right. half the stadium and when the logo came up that got replaced entirely with peter chan pencil drawings of oh, fandango, like old black and white stuff and the grim fandango theme from the opening cutscene yeah. of the game from 1998 came up and the audience just fucking lost their minds and it was like i don't know it was that was crazy to me it's yeah, yeah. like i don't know not a thing I would ever expect to see at E3 is hear the Grim Fandango theme and <laughs> right. see Peter Chan concept art from like 1996 up on like yeah. screens bigger than my house and hearing thousands of people lose their fucking shit and then it was like and then it just cut to the next thing but like
2: crazy that was
3: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: wild I don't I,
2: know. yeah I mean there's the, there's gonna be a lot of weird challenges involved with making that game modern because for a lot of reasons like that game is like yeah like choosing which things you modernize and which yeah, things exactly. you don't because that game that game falls at a weird like no man's land of retro game right. you know it's, where it's higher it's,
1: res than old retro games so you can't lean on like pixel aesthetic but it's also only 640 by 480 exactly 256 colors yep the backgrounds are pre-rendered the characters are basically just like I think Tim Schafer described 3D. them as like tissue boxes that yeah. are
2: drawn on yep like every, um, yeah so what do you face. do with that right but like yeah i'm also i also don't personally and i know other people might disagree with this i personally wouldn't i just know i wouldn't be happy with like a truly remade version in the vein of like the monkey Island special editions. Like, I just don't like that. Right. Like I like playing stuff in the form that it was designed. Yeah. But I also know I know that Island Sony probably doesn't that's less interesting to Sony probably because they don't care about me. They care about selling this game to people who just want right. to buy a cool game. Um, but also
1: even to that point, the monkey Island special editions, For whatever you like or don't like about them, just from a control standpoint, Grim Fandango also falls in the insanest, most terrible hole. Because Monkey Island, the screens are meant to be navigated with a Mm point-and-click pathfinding interface, but that also means... That they're fixed perspective cameras, so you can do what they did for Monkey Island 2 Special Edition and map that to like direct old control. school direct control. Like you yeah. can walk Guybrush uh-huh. around. Yeah,
2: that'll be control will be a big challenge for this game.
1: And you could and you can play it on an iPad with Monkey Island. You can yeah. do you could play it on a computer. Well, Tim said
2: on Twitter that they added point and click controls to it.
1: What does that have to do with a PS4 though? That's where it gets weird. Yeah. I don't know. I mean it's well, right. I don't care. I, don't know, I mean like, it's fans it's, actually. I'll modded, get the one that comes um, that
2: inevitably comes out on PC, so.
1: The like uh, there's a the ScumVM guys who did all the like LucasArts emulator stuff made an emulator called Residual, which was an mm-hmm. open source uh, interpreter for the Grim Fandango engine. And they added they patched point and click in like uh, six months ago or something. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. It's like, and I, yeah, I don't know. I could so I, like, isn't there like a like a touchpad on the PS4?
0: I remember
3: playing, yeah, maybe
1: I remember you could PS4 touchpad it, you could Vita touchpad it. It'd be so odd though. Well, the Vita is the entire. Yeah, the Vita's got touch on the front and yeah. back.
0: I think, but I
2: remember playing Grim Fandango with like an Xbox One control, like a not Xbox One, a first Xbox controller way back in the day. You know, in two thousand one or whatever. And remember, it th- I remember feeling like it already controlled pretty well with that, relative to trying to like WASD it. It depends oh, it's on
3: bad
1: WASD. It, yeah, it's really Oof. bad. It, I think you have to get yourself used to the tank
2: controls like original
1: Resident yeah. Evil, though, which I mean, is mean, totally out of though, vogue.
2: Pres- I know that this also has challenges due to just like how the shots in that game are framed, but like, presumably it would not also be hard to allow the player to choose between camera relative or character relative.
1: You actually can in the original PC version. Oh, you, you can? can switch- oh, okay. Oh, well, man, it's either in the settings or it's in the like INI file, but right. cuz there's a there's a thing in the INI file called Mario mode that you can turn on really? and then it controls like Mario 64. Oh, that, must, that or, must not be. In the settings. But I they think that might that be, They wouldn't put
2: that in the I don't game think it's UI. called that in the settings, but yeah. that might
1: be what it's called in the INI file. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um or it was just called that internally and I learned that from Kevin Brunner at Telltale. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny cuz just also with the Monkey Island special editions, they were able to just lop the UI off the bottom and then the art at the top was 16 by 9 Right. Whereas Grim, everything is composed to be four x three, which yep. makes sense for computer screens at the time, and it also makes sense for the fact that they're going for the framings a, of yeah, pre widescreen of pre like film. Ratio noir. Era, yeah, like yeah. the so, yep. but like Sony's not publishing a four x three game on the PS4, guaranteed. Yeah. So like. Something's got to give somewhere. You're not going to crop the art down unless you put vertical panning into it, which would be insane. That'd be horrible. Yeah. But does that mean you're like doing digital also, then set be, extension? You'd be blowing
2: out the the resolution even more if you were to widen. I it.
1: mean, even if you had like, yeah, yeah. I was guess, I guess, yeah. You'd be his zooming it in even. For, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see where whatever gives gives to yeah. get Grim Fandango mm-hmm. modernized.
2: I mean, they must have a plan. Yeah, right? it's just. I but mean, I just can't, it's just. I, it's going to be, be interesting see to see what choices are is. made.
3: Someone, you think they plan? Someone's yeah, got at least a proposal. Yeah.
2: For all these things? Well, someone's thought about it. This, this has bit I know that I just like... I, I don't think I'm like... This is not a big surprise to say, but I know that this has been attempted to make happen for a long time. I would just be shocked if people hadn't at least thought about all this stuff.
0: Yeah. I'm sure someone has. <laughs> I don't know. I always just feel like there's all... Like the ball starts rolling down the hill on these things, especially when you're trying to get Sony and Disney and a developer and another developer all to like sign on a piece of paper, and I don't think these things come up during. Those there
2: might not be there might not be consensus. Not to say that a Maybe not contractually, it, yeah. but like yeah.
1: I, yeah. I would say there's probably not an agreed upon cons like group everyone's on the same page. But I'm sure there are people who are either understood to be or are sort of by default creative and technical leads on this project mm-hmm. inside of Double Fine. Who have a mental list of here's how i would solve these problems whether or not they're allowed to or whether or not that's feasible is a separate thing but i'm sure that there's like i don't know i know there are people at double fight including tim who know the, the inner and outer workings of that i want to ask game. you what
0: you would do but i don't think it would make
1: for a good radio because <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah actually what would you do i actually don't you can know do anything you want the thing that's tough About it is I don't know what survives and what stayed in the LucasArts archives. Imagine every piece of source is perfect. As in as good a shape as you could want it. I would probably do a thing that people would not agree with um, because I don't think that it would be 100% accurate to the game. But what I would probably do is assuming that the original 3D files, whatever they used, 3D Studio for DOS, probably, or like Max 1.0, whatever LucasArts used at that time, I would probably go in re-render out those at 16 by 9 at 1080p and then get just an army of 2D basically concept artists who are good at detail or good at lighting and have them just go and paint over the entire game and it wouldn't look 100% 3D but it would look fucking close because of how that style of concept artist Mm -hmm. is and not worry about it beyond that. Maybe... Would you go, just, and just rebuild the characters from scratch and uprise the characters and potentially yeah. if you wanted to go in and add some like, uh, like Spelunky and Broken Age both have like a little bit of real time lighting trickery where they'll put normal maps on stuff yeah, yeah, or yeah. put little like detail lighting so yeah, you can do yeah. a little more dynamic lighting than what Grim did to do that um, and you'd do 16 by 9
3: yeah I would what and would you
1: the, do for controls? don't know
3: welcome to the jungle <laughs> yeah that's not, <laughs> that's not my job
1: <laughs> um, but that what I just said you're fucked when you want to get into the um, 3D rendered cutscenes because of those you can't touch up by painting over them. So I don't know. Cause Yeah, what do you do with those? I don't know. Because with Broken Age, Double Fine went insane and has all of that cutscene content running in Engine, which I am, and it's not, it doesn't just cut to a bank or something, which I imagine is partly because that's an aesthetic choice, but maybe it's a technical choice for some platforms. I don't well, really know. Well, once you've
0: built all the assets, right, with a game, when you start from scratch with
1: the game, like Broken Age. Yeah, but it's so much easier to have to deal with, like, in cutscenes, there's, you're, Getting all close to stuff, you're like right, having right, characters right, do right. performance things that they would never do. It's so much easier to go into After Effects and just paste the concept art in behind them instead of like having the re- like the thing the camera's pointing at yeah, in this cutscene. Right, right. Blip it into an up-res texture for a second, or put the high res flat in yeah, behind it. But like yeah.
0: with Grim, it's still more, I mean, still when you when with, you start there with the engine, right, it's a more straightforward with path Grim with RAM. You have
1: no choice. Well, everything's pre rendered in the backgrounds, but those are real tried and true 3D assets. So for the cutscenes. In the original, just, they were just they just spun the camera around those 3D art. It just they rendered it out. They just rendered their cutscenes out, but the cameras moved mm-hmm. in the cutscenes just fine because it was just you know it just took a long time to render. No, just a it's just a, scene, it was just yeah. a 3D movie because it was just the 3D right. backgrounds yeah. with cameras moving. But if like you you if you're gonna touch the assets at all for the backgrounds, oh, I don't know. I just it there's just because of exactly where grim landed in the sort of like yeah. pc games getting on their way to being cinematic but they didn't have the 3d capability to actually render
2: it all in yeah. real time this is why i kind of i could be completely wrong with this and i don't have any knowledge about it so like i'm not saying this as you know with any privileged information i don't expect them to do all that much like remaking of the but game because i don't
1: know how you would it feels like the number one deal breaker for sony is going to be the aspect ratio I just Is yeah. It, but I, can you put it up four by three and have noir curtains on the black could, parts on the left could, and the right? You're charging two dollars for that on the PS4. You can't charge twenty bucks. You could charge for five. a four by three game from nineteen ninety eight. You just
0: can't you charge five, right? Ooh, maybe. I mean, I'm not saying it's you, a 20 hour I'm game, not saying like, you should
1: I, actually I have no I don't think idea what they audience should do, there for it though. but as like, much as everyone goes insanity I don't think three, there is either I don't th- that's and I agree with you on that point I, like I think like what I as a Grim Fandango fan want is probably different than what Double Fine as a company who has the ability to touch Grim Fandango for the first time in well, what, years is, once, what is it that you want nothing really I mean if I I'm fine with Grim Fandango I would just like to be able to play it on Steam me,
2: me too <laughs> yeah which doesn't require remaking anything no
1: but I mean like if what Sean asked, like that, was like, "Were I the person who yeah, yeah. was working on a Grim Panaga where they no, said this has to look modern, and here's what you're given." That's well, he probably... didn't say that. Part, no, I actually just said what, what he just said. What oh, I would, would do, do nothing.
0: I would be fine. with You Grim would basically, Grim basically try to get what residual I'm fine Grim
2: with that is. as it is. That's right what now. I, would, yeah. I would do yeah. too. Yeah. If, yeah. Yeah. If, to were, know, if I were in charge of that project, I would do it like the most conservative possible way, where it's like don't spend tons of money, but like get the thing working so that you can reasonably put it on Steam and have anyone play it on their computer. I feel like. You have like, it make back that money real easy. If you if, it would.
1: If it's just like a bit with Disney involved, with Sony involved, there's gotta be a lot of weird expectations around this project.
2: I mean, I'm sure there, there would, t- but I but that's gonna butt up against just the reality of how much budget it would take. Yeah, to,
1: there'll be a P I mean, the PL on this has to have already been done. Yeah. with Those two companies involved. It, I mean, if it's just if it's just everything that's ever been made for Grim Fandango, a few talented people and Steam or and whatever, mm-hmm. I would probably if it's if that's the case make the characters a little bit higher res, clean up their textures so they're a little bit less pixely so that they match yeah. the cutscene res versions of mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Put the mouse controls in. That's also, like, I, I, you I don't yeah,
0: i you, know you could do? you could probably get like you could probably package it up with like some sort of like commentary mode or like to yeah, get two, two, player two player to do something. Could do a thing.
2: I'm yeah. I'm less yep. convinced that, that 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 would be a deal breaker for Sony because I think especially in the current landscape if Sony can just if this is going to exist anyway, like if 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 there if if someone a lot like involved at Disney or whatever is saying like might as well have this property, like it, people are knocking on our door to fucking sell this thing, might as well have it out there. If it's going to be on Steam plus something, it's probably a not a super hard decision for Sony. I would say even more so than Microsoft, given the kind of stuff Sony's been chasing recently, to say well we'll just be the one that it's on and yeah. you it's know just, what I mean it like it seems I, so strange to control I know. Grim
1: Fandango with a dual stick controller I'm sure, in your hand.
2: Well, I've done it before and it was fine. Yeah, Like I've yeah, played, that's it, why I played Grim. I've played, played it that Grim, way. Uh, and it was fine.
1: Grim on your Mac mini. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah, yeah, I fine.
2: I didn't think it I didn't think it felt unintuitive. I mean, I played I, with mouse and keyboard stuff. first, but like
1: There are also fans it. who it was just a YouTube demo of it, but they took all the scenes where Manny's walking around in his office building and they just—I think it was a combination of very light 3D Photoshopery and just digital painting. Extended the sets out to 16 by 9. The collision boxes were still 4 by 3, so he'd mm-hmm. walk—you know—the sure. camera would it cut hit, hit a wall, without yeah. him having fully clean yeah. exits and stuff. It also looked fine, and that probably wouldn't take a lot yeah, of work.
2: I'm but sure then, you, what you could do that? What yeah. do you do
1: with the cutscenes? It just goes to 4 by 3. the letterbox bars yeah. go boom, come in on the sides. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, like I, a, I feel like the g-
1: the Grand Budapest Hotel.
0: Yes,
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like honestly, the the. If I were in charge of this project theoretically, I would just go for solutions like that. I would find the things that are least invasive and least like can of wormsy. Yeah. And just make
0: make peace make peace with with the things
2: that you can't change. Yeah. Also,
0: there's something to be said, right, of like like System Shock on Steam is just the same System Shock yeah. you played. Same fucking you, game. Yeah. Yep. And there's something to be said about just like well, just the like, culture of existence. The, I the, Totally the, agree. The I Criterion was, Collection it's not, treatment instead of just, just
2: yeah, it's not just a practicality just thing practical, for me. Yeah. It's also like I believe that's important. Like preservation of art is important. Right. 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 Yeah, like, ice- like when
0: they put out when they put out whatever a Criterion edition of the Third Man they don't go in and like they don't color they don't it. color match it and yeah. yeah they don't colorize it and do a bunch of shit like that yeah like yeah. i saw
1: i mean i saw already again. um like there are some grim pending of like mega fans on idle thumbs or like in the old lucas arts communities and stuff but, like in the idle thumbs thread even someone was saying like oh maybe they'll i read the original design document when tim put it out and there's all these puzzles in years 3 and 4 that were cut. maybe they'll put those back in or yeah. like i know that tim has said before that when you go back to rubicava at the end of the game it was supposed to be in the daytime and it's like wow that's like I, that's the stuff that gets so terrifying to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But that's you couldn't do that unless you were remaking the game, yes. right? I mean, they can't. There's no way.
1: Right. No, I yeah. know. If you well, you could you could talk yourself into it in a special edition treatment if you were paying over all the art or if you're doing something like that. You could yeah. sort of. But like, that's the stuff that what you want to do. Like if this if this is a film, if it's a film and the director is dead and the rights belong to their estate, so you can't tweak it because you're not George Lucas. You just do the Criterion release where you have. The, you use the opportunity for the re release to tell the stories and, like, finally air all the weird shit about the creation of the game, and you get all that stuff out over there, and then you let the work stand mm-hmm. as its own thing, mm-hmm. uh, right? I mean, yep, I agree. I don't know. That stuff was actually the coolest stuff in the Monkey Island special edition. In Monkey Island 2, oh, especially, because Monkey Island 2 had commentary. The commentary mode with, with Ron uh, and Dave and Tim? Ron, Dave and Tim <gasps> did commentary for all yeah. of Monkey Island 2, and as you play through the game. You would unlock all the like the Steve Furcell and Peter Chan drawings of that area that you could then browse in a browser and like that experience. Yeah, that stuff was awesome. So much cooler than the actual sure. game itself. That was. just I mean, th-
2: like that's what's great about. I mean, that's a thing that is has been a. I mean, I'm as much part of this party to this as anyone else, so I'm I, I'm not casting stones, but like that is a thing that is kind of a bummer about the way we consume media now, me included, right? Like just sort of streaming everything. Like I I use I feel like I used to be so much more um tapped into like all of those crazy super in-depth special features things because i used to just collect you buy the dvds, DVDs yeah. and then eventually that blu-rays was just, like um that was an awesome cu- that was an awesome part of like film watching culture that existed for like a decade basically yep. in between vhs and streaming yep like you know the prevalence uh, of laser
1: disc fans will tell you that that was alive <laughs> and well <laughs> yeah, during the yeah. vhs
2: era i know <laughs> um so yeah i'm a i'm a big proponent of that stuff in games as well for sure
1: Yep. exciting stuff that's the duke nukem that needs to exist man that's this has this is we're a million miles away from oh, anything you've talked now. about this before about the guy who is leaking the oh, stuff no, what someone it's all because you know how like 3d realms is basically in their entire libraries has just been churning through the hands of other people at this point like it's mm-hmm. not scott miller and george Bussard who seem to have access to that stuff but there was some, I thought uh,
2: George Rissard was still 3D realms. Okay,
1: well, some some assets changed hands semi recently yeah. okay. because there was a guy on either like the like the Duke Four community forums or the 3D realms forums or something that was just like, here's some stuff that I found on the hard drives of 3D Realms' computer, and it was just like dumping a million <laughs> oh, splash screens, like yeah. assets, just everything from from a million versions of Duke Nukem Forever, yeah, and like Duke Nukem Forever, shitty game. Mm-hmm. obviously a big just piece of shit. But yeah, I've, ta- I've talked about this before, but that would be the ultimate, like...
2: Collector's <laughs> like, edition?
1: What's that? God, I can't remember the name of the director of, of Dune before David Lynch.
2: Oh, uh, H- Yodorowski?
1: Yeah, because they made that documentary about his Dune movie. It's like ill-fated Dune his, il- his ill-fated attempt at Dune that was, like, it had uh, Geiger and the Mobius and all these, like, whatever, mm-hmm. the, 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 like... Ultimate sci-fi illustrators of the 70s working on this monstrous work that then just
2: died. Salvador Dolly was in it, like all this yeah. crazy shit.
1: And it, it, that never happened. And what they ended up having. like David Lynch put out a movie that he wanted Alan Smithy by the end of this production. Yeah. Um, so like the finished product, whatever. The like the story of that, if the if the end result is that is a tiny point, there's just like a huge like just bulge bul- like <laughs> just pyramid going yeah. the opposite direction backwards yeah. of backstory for yeah. projects like that. And Duke Nukem feels like it would be the one that you could do the most extreme mm-hmm. version of that ever. But when I saw that guy digging through all the Duke Nukem files and just posting on the internet, I was like, this is it, this is coming. This, we're on our way. <laughs> we're on our way to him being like, and look, here's the Quake two, uh, demo that I found. Just load this up in your open source Quake engine. And here's the like, you know, but that didn't also, He didn't
2: post live of, code. Speaking of discarded video game publisher goods, uh, that have fallen into new hands. Um, <laughs> so here at, in our office, which is shared between idle thumbs and Camposanto and asymmetric, I guess, um, we have, we figure we may or may not ever be an award winning studio, but we can at the very least be an award having studio and completely on accident. We came into possession of two, um, AIIS dice finalist plaques,
1: commemorative plaques, commemorative plaques for plaques not winning a dice for, like, award
2: <laughs> being finalists and yeah. dice awards for, um, should we say the games? I guess I don't know. Maybe not. In yeah. any case, <laughs> I we think have, we shouldn't.
1: They are not games uh, that we
2: that make. we have any involvement in. No, but we th- we have them on a on a wall now. Actually, if you search around on things we've said on Twitter and stuff hard enough, you can find a picture of them. Um. Anyway, someone.
1: Oh, teach- we also have the Gone Home uh, IGF. Oh yeah, the uh, I-
2: Gone Home IGF main competition for- nom- nomination board um, from their booth. From their booth, yeah. So on Reddit, I guess a couple weeks ago. Someone whose company moved into the former, the office, the former offices of now defunct publisher THQ posted a bunch of photographs of like just all the stuff that THQ left when they vacated the office and just never bothered getting rid of, including their huge award wall. So if you're somebody who works, if you have any connection, if, if have to, any this connection to this office and you can help us get our hands on some of the discarded th, some of the abandoned THQ awards. Like their laudatory so detritus? Our, yeah, exactly. So we can bolster our own kind of proxy award wall at Campus Santo. We would appreciate it. Yeah. Write us at questions at idlethumbs.net.
1: <laughs> I would extend that out to any industry award that you do not Also, like. yes, if you
2: work for any other video oh game God. studio or, space, or once <laughs> did, we can make room for that this. That wall
1: can become like the French Chateau wall of portraiture, but just yeah. of industry awards. If that happens, that's fine. Yeah. At least we've right. contributed something to this world. That wall, which we can then leave behind when we go out of business.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Paying it forward. <laughs> that could be someone else's Reddit karma. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: guys want to do a piece of reader mail or two?
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me go get my phone. I'll be right
1: back. we got to lock this up quick. People want to get in this room and play video games. <sighs> I, don't
0: want right. huh? All I want to do is right. Huh? I do want to do is right. What do I want to do? It's
1: 10 to 3.
0: I'll do 5 minutes of
1: reader mail. Pick the best one reader yeah, mail. Pick because one. Because we got to play through in 10 minutes. <laughs> because it's 10 to 3 because we're fucking terrible.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to do that Star Citizen one because I brought it up. Okay. Um, there's actually a few Star Citizen interesting emails, so we can get at other of the others of those next week, but for now let me find there's a particular one I wanted to read. Okay. Um, who knows if we'll be able to find it. Okay, yes. So this was a weird rambly email about drinking the Kool-Aid. So Yalk Nasredna. That's Anderson backwards. Um, says hey guys I'm a citizen I've drunk the Kool-Aid that said I'm going to do this okay uh, so he, so this person quotes us from episode 161 saying it's inscrutable unless you're already ingrained uh, he continues this is the best description of Star Citizen you have to drink the Kool-Aid to understand it's like what Nick said about other early alpha access games the players getting involved are already predisposed to get into that game or that type of game economics it does actually show how many pledgers and how many have pledged to date as well as peak buying times There are threads in the Star Citizen's forum detailing this information because people are weird. If you hadn't noticed, gamers tend to like numbers and making those numbers go up. There are a few pledgers that get their rocks off seeing that pledge number get higher and higher. Part of the reason is to get to the next promised goodie pledge goal. Stretch goals. Uh, The the last post I saw breaking down was when lifetime insurance ending sale was was when LTI, lifetime insurance ending sale, was that the game price was around $75 per player. Most of the revenue after that date back in November 2013 is most likely new players. I think that number's gone up since then actually. Yeah. yeah. Someone else quoted it at 90 something dollars mm-hmm. to us more recently. Yeah. Reasons for the hype. Like most things there are haters and fanatics. A friend bought me a 300i Origin. I then bought a Hornet as I got swept up in the hype. I guess those are the names of spaceships. Mm-hmm. I've since cooled. I'm still excited, but there's a long road to go till the game is really a game. The, the DFM and Arena Commander are a step. I can speak somewhat for how Cloud Imperium has raised so much for this game. First, Chris Roberts. Most of the backers have fond memories of Wing Commander. These backers are late 20s to early 40s and are in the prime of their money-making life. They have somewhat disposable income, and they've suffered through decades of being shafted by AAA games and gaming companies. This, I imagine, is partly the reason for the foundation of funds being thrown at Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Part is enthusiasm for the game itself. Part to have a game made unhindered by corporate politics and to stick it to the man somewhat. Look how much money these jokers are getting for doing nothing. Look what you could have had. I've read the forums off and on and have seen posts like this to an extent. Thus, the getting off on watching the pledge number go up. It also has something to do with actually funding the game or something. The system of fake and real companies' titles, logos intermingled is confusing and strange. But if there's one thing gamers love more than watching numbers go up, they love lore. Chris Roberts has given them that, with fake companies that are real, but also not, and they're in-game, making ships, and you can buy those fake ships, from a real but fake company. Chris Roberts himself was even in the game as an early aerospace engineer who developed a drive or an engine or something.
1: Awesome. He would be in the big phone book manual in costume.
2: (laughs) That was right. Um... So, if oh, you're not, so,
1: Robert Space Industries also exists as Robert Space Industries inside of Star Citizen. Yes, presumably.
2: Yeah, it does. Yes, which is a real. thing. And, but it's also it's also yes. a real like registered traded like, the like registered Star name Cities, the of a company that is owned by Cloud Imperium, right. which is the real world company.
1: But Cloud Imperium also sounds like the name of a game that probably or a company that probably exists. Yeah, in the game I don't know. Well.
2: I don't think that one is, but I could be wrong. Not I'm not yet. sure.
1: <laughs> it probably will be eventually. Yes, that's the conspiracy you uncovered.
2: <laughs> so, if you're not already someone who's prepped to spend, you probably aren't going to stick around long enough to figure it out. In their system, this is fine. Once you figured out, you probably wouldn't spend much money anyway. It's like a weeding out process. But those who have their interest peaked read and learn, and then they want in. They want into the club. The cl- they want into the group. They want to get the shiny. Then they're Chris's body, mind, and soul. They start with that first shot of heroin slash ship purchase at $30, but then they see it's only another $35 for the next better ship. So they upgrade, soon they upgrade to a ship they love, but they want another ship. Fuck, they've already set, spent hundreds of dollars. Their wife hasn't let them yet. Money, money, money. Granted, I'm not one of these, sort of. I had my first big taste gifted to me. I bought my second ship after I get a bonus for my job. To most people, it's like a dream. They've bought a couple hundred dollars worth of ships, which is crazy, admittedly. But the real craziness are the folks who have put down thousands, and I mean thousands of dollars on ships. Some have put down $20,000 easily. These people bought lifetime insurance ships. Then he has an interlude about lifetime insurance, which is apparently a big hullabaloo. In the early... About In the first year of the Kickstarter, one of the incentives was lifetime insurance. This was a game mechanic that revolved around the fact that ships are treated like cars. As such, you have to get them insured to get them back after being blown up. It's a monthly cost of in-game currency, and it was always stated to be a trivial cost, but it was a nice perk to, to those who backed early. Well, it never went away. I'm not going to go into it in detail, just understand it was a huge deal. Chris even stated that he wished it had never been a thing, although it is one of the reasons they made bank. As per internet law, lifetime insurance was blown way out of proportion, tantamount to ideas of... You basically can't play the game without it. There are even YouTube videos dedicated to explaining lifetime insurance. Just search LTI or lifetime insurance. Can we pause? Yeah.
0: I love it. (laughs) What do you love? I love it. I love that it's mechanically a make-believe perfect trap slash (laughs) like... (laughs) You can't play the game without well, it. Well, that's
2: the exact kind of thing that people work themselves into believing is true, even if that right. was never stated. Because the designers But the in the
0: real world, where you can't drive your car without car insurance, lest you ruin your whole fucking life right, accidentally, yeah. Eh, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> the whole thing is just amazing. Also, their end-user license agreement must be insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, <gasps>
3: wow. Yeah.
0: This is crazy. I know. The lifetime insurance thing is. Yeah.
1: This, the insurance I thing. I like that that also started as this seems like a cool Kickstarter perk.
0: Right. It's like, it's like just, this yep. infinite, just a space open. Because for it to be a thing that it. Because you can't unring the bell. Once you exactly, sell right. your Once first sold insurance policy. Yeah. Yep. Then there's two things that in need an to an exist. Yeah, yeah. But also. Risk needs to exist, or you sold a thing that doesn't, that is right. meaningless. Right. So that's the thing, right? Once you, ins- like, because you're making the world from nothing, you invent the real potential of risk. Like, risk yep. is real if you sell an insurance policy. <gasps> what? Yep.
3: That's amazing.
2: Yeah. All right, so he goes on. Some people bought multiple ships, hundreds of multiples of ships, with the goal of selling these ships back to new players at launch once lifetime insurance was no longer sold. Fucking for a markup, smart. of course.
1: <laughs> but, but? Go on. Is there a but to that?
2: He just keeps going. Um, like was said in episode 161, like most early access games, they're really suited to people predisposed to enjoy them, whether that's through playing previous games, lore, or genre. If you've been in the cult or group since the beginning, it makes a lot more sense, as you've already been brainwashed. Just kidding. Star Trek conventions are a thing. Is it really surprising that a space game with so much promise, solely funded by gamers, has raised forty-five million dollars? You say it's bonkers, but TF two hats. Again, yeah, I don't
1: think it's crazy. It's weird when the game doesn't exist yet. That's
0: yeah, but I don't part. think it's nuts. I don't think it's crazy. Nah,
3: nah. If you also do... forty-five
0: million, it's a lot. Yeah, but like, if that's what the game grossed. You know, like if this was a AAA game, that but got, it's not out it, yet. With its design, it's, do, with its
1: design promises, it's just like a 10x multiplier over the other most yeah, 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 successful I know, I know, games know, that, are, that yeah. don't exist yet. I know,
0: but it's um, also much more ambitious. If yeah. you
2: do actually read this, I have a final question: What is the joke about fucking effing ethnic Nick Brecken? I don't get it. Thanks, Clay. If you have more questions about Star Citizen, I can try to answer them, like Squadron Forty Two versus Star Citizen.
0: Nick Brecken ruined the Nick Brecken ruined the podcast once. By taking a job at Bethesda, yeah,
3: yeah. Congrats,
2: Nick. Fuck um, Nick. So I need to. I want to like share more of my own experience, having read this guy's email. Which is this is very short experience, but like when I when I went back to the site and tried to redo my purchase that I think I described last week as mm-hmm. being confusing, just because of the payment processing system we're using, <laughs> it worked better this time. I didn't. It just right. went through immediately instead of like it didn't before. But it was fucking crazy. Like you go to their. I, I talked about some of this last week, but the difference was that. This is horrible to admit. So last week when I when I tried to buy the thing, I just bought the cheapest one, which is $30, or I tried to buy the $30 one plus the $5 add-on. But this time I bought one that was like $45 because I started getting into like – you can you're go like, to a well, page that's like just, uh, ship stats and you can mindset. select them to yeah. compare like you do on like an actual when website that will sell, sell you something. parts yeah. for things that are real and like – I did that at the car wash. Well,
0: I'm that's... always like give me the
2: bronze or know, the silver yeah because exactly, yeah, yeah. I'm like that dollars So Sean $3. you should Sean yeah. you should look at this the ship page because it looks like you're, it looks like you're looking at like motorcycles to buy because they list, like, the engine type and the fictional manufacturer of the engine. And it's like, <laughs> these two have the same chassis. But as you see here, this one has more hard points. And you're just like, what the f-? Like,
3: What is this like, shit? The, and as then, you like, can see, like the, the, the dealer told you
2: past the I'm just a, Never get I'm the undercoating. Never and get like, the yeah. undercoating. And, like, the engine, this is the craziest part. The engine is just for two ships that, have the same, that are the same model. But one of them is, like, the MR version. And one of them is, like, the lc version or whatever you know the the engine is just two different strings of letters with a different manufacturer but there's no way to know which like what that means because right. you gotta like go look at,
1: at forums where people talk about their experience with these and yeah.
2: break down on yeah. you like what yeah. the service some costs. of the stats are obvious they don't, some of, they some they don't break like, down
0: do they no. You don't think, think you, don't think you fucking oil changed in your star jumper or whatever? Right? I don't fucking know. I wouldn't be
2: surprised. <laughs> Lifetime insurance? But like, uh, but the, that was the, the crazy thing was looking at some, some of the stats are obvious. It's like eight shield points versus four shield points. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But then some of them are these totally subjective things of like, do players in this world know which engine manufacturers are better reputed? Like, do they know what these models are? Also, mean? that like, reputation is
0: the com- this hasn't existed long enough for those to to be a real thing
2: yeah but you know what's also crazy is i saw people so talking about this on the i think on the Addle thumbs forums and people were saying like yeah i loaded this up and i started playing it and it felt fucking shitty and it turns out the reason why is because i just bought the shittiest ship and it's just bad <laughs> <laughs> like the, <laughs> this is necessarily a, a result of of, of of creating a universe in which ships can cost anything from $30 to $10,000. Of course the $30 one's going to be a piece of shit. How could it not be? How, what else is the value of the $10,000 one then?
0: If you own a $10,000 ship, maybe you should come to the office and we should fly around in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and i'm sure also, that you know i'm sure that be- that's like an exaggeration i'm sure it's still a fun game but yeah. like people were saying that in dogfighting scenarios it actually made a big difference it fucking better yeah, yeah. i know <laughs> i
1: raced this guy in my volkswagen golf
2: yeah <laughs> but that's lost. Like, that's weird Bugatti, is Bugatti, like, this is like a weird me. thing that is evocative of kind of free-to-play, but not actually the same as how those games are pitched or feel. No,
1: no this is actually this just is capitalism. This is like a hobby. <laughs> like,
0: this
2: is yeah. like a hobbyist
1: pursuit.
0: Right, yeah, no. Yeah, this, it's, a di- it's, it's exactly right,
1: yeah. This is, Oof. yeah, it's like Yeah, I have a boat, and then the guy's like, oh, you have a boat?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, alright. <laughs> this is the guy who also, like, rolls up with his two shadow yachts to carry all the stuff that he can't fit in his plane. Right. Yeah.
2: Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's
1: so much to talk about this game, but
2: yeah. I know there really is. Yeah. I really want well, to we actually play more, and like, we'll we, out yeah, how to play it. we also obviously yeah. have a million more reader mails
1: for next. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we can right, we yeah. can return. Yeah. we have when, to play our video game now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When the glow of E3 has left and people aren't expecting us to talk about it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. talked about Grim Vendango. Yeah. <laughs> We have to talk about the uh, the mid roll survey one more time before we go.
0: Oh, we do. So yeah, um, thanks for listening to the episode and thank you already if you've been to podsurvey slash thumbs and filled out the short anonymous survey there. But if you do that, you will enter to you are entered to win a hundred dollar Amazon gift card like every month for as yeah. long as this thing runs. So uh, and you'll only be emailed if you win that thing. You will w- not be emailed for any other reason ever. But More importantly
1: be- than that, you get to, you can let us know the
0: types yes. of... We'll help
2: make the, the podcast The types of that advertising that you ad, would like to hear
0: yes. um, or not hear on Idle Thumbs. Yeah, that would be a big help. So that's podsurvey.com slash thumbs. Thanks so much. Thanks. If you have a survey...
2: <laughs>
0: if you have a podcast... If you have a podcast... Please, guys, without your help, Idle Thumbs is going the way of the Dodo. And by that, I mean the Dodo case, a successful business run from San Francisco.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where should I go What's for for the survey? What is it? A pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts.